The Elder Panthers have last made it to the state semifinal game in 2008, beating Pickerington Central 24-10, earning their last chance for the state crown. Tonight, the Elder Panthers face the 12-1 Springfield Wildcats for the first try, fourth try to the state title game. Elder last week defeated the always tough Coen Cardinals 28-21. Tonight, the Elder in Springfield face off for their first time ever in what should be a fantastic cat fight. The Panthers and the Wildcats, let's talk about it right now. The following is a special presentation of Sacred Heart Catholic Radio and the Prep Sports Radio Network. It's time for the Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine pregame show. And now, for a detailed look at tonight's game and to break down other matchups in the area, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. Well, hello and good evening from Alexander Stadium in Piqua, Ohio. The Elder Panthers and the Springfield Wildcats face off for a regional semifinal to see who's going to represent this area for the state championship game next week against the winner of the Pickerington Central Mentor game up north, and we'll be following that one as well. But, Steve, uh, pleasant uh, evening out here. Uh, wind is calm everything's nice and it's a fantastic stadium no wind to speak of Uh, temperatures pretty acceptable so uh, in a beautiful facility out here so uh um, you know, looking forward to a, a fantastic football game tonight. Well, let's uh, look. Last week, uh, Elder uh, knocked off the Colerain Cardinals 28-21 to in, in what a lot of people call another instant classic. Uh, the the Colerain Cardinals it, always, if Elder's going to get out of the, the, the region, they, they seem to face them. And every time they've they've gone to state, they had to get through the Colerain Cardinals. And that was a huge hurdle because they're a fantastic team. Team. And uh, we're going to be playing another fantastic team tonight in the Wildcats from Springfield. But uh, uh, good all-around effort by the Panthers last week, despite the three turnovers. The three turnovers, and I think they showed some character. I'm, I'm a little hot in my headphones here, Mark. Um, okay. Um, but I, I think Elder showed a lot of resilience. Uh, you know, down uh, down seven, uh, going in late, and. Uh, you know, just were able to, to put together some drives and overcome adversity and, and uh, really pull out a, a big victory last week and, and get to this point against a, a quality Springfield Wildcat team that we'll talk about in a little bit. Yeah, last week Matthew, Matthew Luby uh, passed 23 for 30 for 209 yards. Uh, another one of his uh, great rushing uh, games as well, 29 attempts for 170 yards. A lot of offense, uh, but the, the tough thing about last week's game is a injury factor. Drew Ramsey uh, gets a uh, broken thumb and, and, and is very, very doubtful for tonight. Uh, probably, I mean, Doug said he's probably not going to play, but very, we'll just call him very doubtful. But then they, they brought in a backup, uh, you know, next man in, Marco Sabato, came in, and, uh, I mean, he is fast. I mean, it's, it's when he got the ball, there was a couple times that, that I think Colerain thought, well, they just got the, another guy in, and, and he caught the ball, and he was just like lightning past him. I mean, he was just that quick. So, you know, you don't like to see things like that happen to Drew Ramsey, especially at this point in the season. But, 
Uh, you know, he's been a very versatile player, but he's given an opportunity to another player, Marcus Sabato, who it's his turn to step up. And, and uh, I, I think, uh, and we'll talk about it a little bit, uh, Tom Kennedy's keys to the game tonight was uh, you know, Marcus Sabato is going to be uh, shining uh, as a hidden uh, star tonight. Well, speaking of that, Tom is out tonight. Uh, he's on assignment, as we like to say. He's uh, has some family commitments he had to deal with. And we're and, missing uh, you, Tom. Yeah, we are. Uh, we you were here uh, it's a wonderful uh going to be a wonderful game here at, at uh, alexander stadium but uh, the guy last week steve uh, we also want to talk about it, joe royer he had six receptions for almost 80 yards and it's not so much if he's catching the ball but wherever he goes defenders follow because he is a a tough tough uh, person to cover but well, and, and a couple of his catches were uh, uh Matthew Luby just put it up there, and the only place, the only one that could get it was, was Joe Royer. And a couple times he went up in a crowd over the the number one defense defender in Southwest Ohio in, in the, the the pace kid. So um, he, he you know he was going our best against their best, and, and just uh, you know took him in for a touchdown uh, to to seal the game. Yeah, uh, it it uh, wherever he goes, like I said, people follow. Yeah, yeah follow, and, and that opens up uh, all the other receivers. So that's when uh, the rest of the guys need, really need to step it up. Well, we also are going to be following uh, another Cincinnati area team. The LaSalle Lancers will be playing uh, Toledo Central Catholic up uh, up the road at Sydney Memorial Stadium. Yeah. So, uh, or down the road, I guess, so to speak. So uh, uh, LaSalle coming in eleven and two, and Toledo Central. Catholic at 13 and 0. Uh, LaSalle uh, took care of business last week against Harrison. They did. They, they uh, um, they're, they're actually they've rolled in the first three uh, playoff games, winning by a combined score of 122 to 15. So uh, that's their fourth regional championship in, in six years, and they're playing the Fighting Irish of Toledo Central Catholic tonight. Uh, uh, Division two, then they've won Division two state titles in 2005 and 2000. 12 in 2013 they, they dropped to division three for a little bit but now they're back in division two steve uh wyoming will be playing tomorrow and uh, they're of course 13 and 0 uh, they'll be playing clyde uh at marysville impact stadium i don't don't think i've ever heard a lot about clyde but that's in uh what's that division that, that, four uh, down down there a little they're, bit they're division five five sorry. okay I, I, that's a tomorrow night game. I don't have uh, much on that, but I, I know that the Wyoming quarterback is a, a UC commit, so um, he, you know they're, they're looking good. The Cowboys are, are rolling. Yeah, they 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 really are. So we'll uh, be watching that. Obviously. Uh checking the scores tomorrow but uh, good luck to wyoming as well uh there's some other big games like i said we're, we're going to be watching uh, up north the winner of this game mentor uh will play either mentor or Pecker- pickerington central that game is up and being played in canton glen oak uh bob cummings field that's a big one but uh um uh, you know the I, I would say the money's on Mentor having knocked off St. Ed's twice and coming in at 13-0. and 0. Mentor, 13-0, and 0, playing a 12-1 and 1 Pickerington Central. And the, the beauty of it is last week when, when Mentor was in overtime with, with St. Ed's, the, the St. Ed's scored first to make it 35-28. Mentor scored to make it 
34, and instead of kicking and going to the next, uh, you know, to re-rack them and start it over, they went for two. And, and, call. and uh, you know, that's a, you know, win or lose. They went for two and, and uh, won, won the game 36-35. So, uh, you know, you, you got to admire a team like that. that the, you know, I think uh, odds on favor to, to get to, you know, win, get, win this one against Pickerington Central. Well, we got a big one here tonight uh, up in Pickwell, Ohio. The Elder Panthers up against the... Uh, Wildcats from uh, Springfield, which is uh, about 35 miles from here, from what I understand, or 40 miles. And Elder, of course, uh, took uh, 85 miles to get up here. So eh, kind of a neutral site, but it's a wonderful facility. Yeah. The uh, Piqua Stadium uh, is kind of reminds you a little bit of the St. X field, except both sides are a little more equal. You don't have that disparity between the home side and the away side. So uh, it's a, a stadium that looks a lot like that. And uh, nice you know, concessions, silly. Everything's a, a, a class it's like place. A small college uh, uh, facility, actually. I, I think it's it's nice, nice facility. Very nice people. Got, yeah, loving it. Yeah, we're loving it here. We're going to take our first time out. You're listening to the to Mercy Health Orthopedic and Sports Medicine pregame show. When we come back. We're going to look more in deep depth into this game. When we come back on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347 Nine 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 nine. That's three four seven nine 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 nine. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top of the line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a seventeen fifty rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. Put your money where your heart is. Do business with someone who shares your faith and values. From Sacred Heart Radio's Angels List of Underwriters. And don't forget to tell them where you found out about them. Go to sacredheartradio.com and click Angels List. And welcome back to Piccolo Indian Field, uh, Alexander Stadium uh, in uh, Piqua, Ohio, where the Elder Panthers and the Springfield Wildcats tip off tonight for an exciting semi-final state to the state championship, Steve. And uh, uh, it's interesting, you know, when you get to this level, you start playing teams you've never played before. And in, in, in little history, uh, technically Springfield, this version of the high school is only about 11 years old. Uh, Springfield North and Springfield South kind of merged and put into a new facility. So 
combined into one facility. Right. So it's, yeah, this is actually their twelfth season of football, um, and, and combined. And just reading some accounts from Dayton Daily News and things like that, it seems like it's taken a while for the program to gain some traction. They've gotten some buy-in, and uh, five years ago they hired uh, their their coach uh, Maurice uh, Douglas, who actually in uh, 2011 won the state title at Trotwood Madison in, in uh, Division Three. So uh, you know, he's used to being at, at this level. So the kids aren't. The kids, this is their first time in, in the Final Four, and uh, you know, they, they've been looking to this and knowing that they had a special team coming into this year. But um, it's a team, like you said, that the Elders not played. Uh, they played Springfield South um, in, in basketball. Last year Springfield was the team that knocked the, the, the basketball team out of the, the, the playoffs uh, and they, they, when they were moving on about to this, you know, they weren't exactly this far, but I think they made the Elite Eight and uh, got knocked out at, at that point by Springfield. So uh, a, lot, a lot of basketball kids here looking for revenge. Now, when you look at comparative schedules, there's really nothing. There's no opponents that Elder has played and Springfield has played, but they did tip their toe in the water in the Cincinnati area, got their first loss when they came down and played at Fairfield. Well, one of the interesting things, I was, again, doing some research and looking at some quotes, and one of the quotes was from their, their quarterback, um, Tayshawn Smoot, said that, that because of the grueling schedule they've played, they're, they're ready at this level. And I looked at their schedule, and I was thinking, this is a schedule that Elder Panthers would, would die to, to, to play. Not they, they By grueling, it, I mean, they beat everybody, and they beat everybody soundly, but... Um, you know, the, the eight of their nine, eight of the ten games that they played, Mark, uh, were uh, all in their region. They played all uh, Division One, Region Two teams, so they didn't have to stray. They didn't have to play teams from Canada or teams from Florida or teams from Missouri or teams from, you know, w- Cleveland or wherever. They, they just, you know, they stayed pretty local. Except the, the, the second week of the season, September 9th, they played Fairfield, and they got down in that game 16 to nothing with uh, like four minutes to go in the game and uh fairfield unwisely dropped into a prevent defense and, and allowed uh um springfield to to score 12 points down this down the stretch but wasn't enough and that's their only loss of the year to uh fairfield and um at 16 to 12 and of course they got here last week playing a defensive squeaker uh, knocking oh. off uh, dublin kaufman seven to three which is a, a score you don't just don't see that much at this level but uh th- things must have been real tight on yeah, both sides was, of the it was, ball. Uh, yeah i think it was uh three to nothing dublin kaufman at the half uh Midway through the third quarter, uh, Springfield was able to score a touchdown, going ahead seven to three, and then it was a, a, a scoreless fourth quarter uh, at that point. So, and the weather wasn't that much different than what we had last week again with with uh, cold rain. So, you know, a, a pitcher's duel, to say the least. And, and, you know, looking at their stats, uh, the quarterback is not much of a running type of quarterback, but he does have some uh, a lot of a lot of yards uh, tossing the ball. I'm getting back to that. Yeah, uh, yeah Tayshawn Smoot, he, he's uh, completed 114 passes for uh, 2,290 yards, and that's combined with, with the, the postseason play. But running-wise, he's only run for 175 yards uh, on 66 attempts. He's averaging uh, 2.7 yards 
a, a rush. So he's not a, a huge threat running, but he's averaging uh, 20 yards on, on, on his passes. So, uh, you know, the, the kind of a, a big, big play, stretching the field type, type offense. But the, the key to this game, Mark, uh, it, it, and, and the, the interesting matchup when, when you start slicing things this way and that is through through the season to this point, 13 games, Springfield Wildcats have only allowed an average of 9.6 points a game. That you know, less obviously less than 10 points a game. Uh, Elders scored 38.4 points a game. So something's got to give there. I mean, last week in the, in the Colerain game, you know, Colerain was holding Elder pretty tight, and I just kept thinking in the back of my head, not that that matters a whole lot, but it's like. Elder's offense is going to show up at some point, and, and they did with, with two late touchdowns. Yeah. It, you, you look at uh, uh, Tayshawn Smoot's uh, favorite target, Steve, Larry Stevens. Uh, he's got over 1,000 yards receiving. And La- and Larry, yeah, Larry Stevens. Larry Stevens, yeah. Larry, Larry Stevens, uh, uh, 1,054 yards on uh, 51 receptions, and he is a t- he's heading to Toledo. He's a Toledo commit, so. He'll be playing for whatever the Toledo Mudhens are. I, that's not them. Rockets. Rock, Toledo yeah. Rockets. Yeah. I'm sorry. I used to have a pair of uh, So he'll be, he'll be playing in the MAC. Yeah. Uh, and he's averaging uh, 20.7 yards a catch. Well, let's uh, go more into depth here on the keys. We talked a little bit about it, but uh, uh, if Springfield wants to get out of here knocking off the Panthers, what do you think they need to do? Well, like I said, this is their, their first Final Four. They, they've only allowed. Um, 19, uh, 9.6 points per game. In only two games, the opponents were able to score 20 points or more against them. So they have shut down defense. They've thrown three shutouts. Four games, uh, their opponents, to, they've held them to seven points or lower. Four games, 17 points or lower. And two games, 20 points or more versus the high-powered elder offense. So I think looking at the, the stats and just looking how their season has gone, I think Springfield Wildcats need to get out to an early lead tonight, um, get some early stops, get some confidence. You know, they, they have their go-to shutout defense. If they can get that up and rolling and, and uh, stem the the elder tide and get some stops, get the elders defense or offense off the field, get elders defense in, I think that's going to behoove the Wildcats for a victory. You have to remember this is a four-quarter game. We talk about this a lot. The Elder Panthers and, uh, um, are, are one of those teams that, that they play till the final bell. So uh, if they, they're up by a touchdown or two w- 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 somewhere in the fourth quarter, it's it's not a done deal. And they have to know that, that they have to uh, you know play all four quarters to, to the end. And I think it's incumbent tonight for them to protect the ball. Um, I, I think uh, th- their margin for error may be a little bit slimmer than Elder's. So I, I think if they can avoid the, the costly turnovers and be able to turn the field on special teams and, and you know flip the field so that Elder's got 80 yards or so to go, I think they got a good chance of moving on to their first uh, state championship uh, game. Yeah, Steve, let's uh, switch the ball over now to the Elder Panthers. And, of course, the uh, the guy that uh, I'm sure has been on the films for 
Springfield, uh, Matthew Luby, quarterback. He's thrown for 2,747 yards, uh, and uh, but he's also rushed for 1,492 yards. So he's a dual threat, the run-pass option. He's he's pretty well uh, defined how to play that position. And the interesting game, I, the only game of Springfield's that I watched was the, the Fairfield game, and uh, in that game, uh, the interesting thing was that, that uh, Fairfield's quarterback runs a lot of the, 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 the little draws and the little options that, that Matthew Luby likes to run, and he was getting 7, 8, 9, 10 yards at, at a pop. So that second week of the season, a long time to go. We saw Elder's defense uh, mature through this year. So, you know, what I saw from from September 6th may have no translation to the team that Springfield Wildcats are putting on the field. But if you just look at that one film, they, they look very susceptible to what Matthew Luby does. You know, when you look at his uh, favorite targets, uh, obviously we're going to look at Joe Royer at 1,159 yards in the regular season and postseason. But I tell you, a guy that is really that you need the the first down, the 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 if it's uh, third and eight, and he runs a, pa- a, a route to the nine yards uh, is Evan Vollmer. That that guy is a. a you, you talk about a possession type receiver. He, that's him. Evans really come along. He's become uh, a very reliable receiver. Uh, sure hands gets the ball, and then he work, worries about the yards after catch. Every once in a while, like a lot of receivers, he'll be looking downfield a little bit too soon. But he, he's done a really good job, especially uh, through the playoffs, and just handling the ball, getting it upfield, running north south, get, you know, getting the yards that he can get. Big loss, as we mentioned, uh, uh, is Drew, Drew Ramsey with a broken thumb. Uh, he's got 563 yards uh, of re- receiving yards. And uh, off the bench uh, came Marco Sabato, and uh, he's a quick, peppy little guy. Very, very short in stature, uh, but he... Uh, Finds the seams and he and he's uh, he, he can be dangerous. He, he can be, and I think that's going to be a good addition to their offensive scheme. Dakota Postal has uh, also been money in the bank as well. Another favorite target is uh, is Luby goes down his progressions. And, and, uh, again, it's like the Elder Panthers have so many weapons, so many places for Matthew Luby to go with the ball, and if he can't find one, the the, the option of his feet obviously are, are just you know, out of this world. What you, we, you always, it always goes back to the offensive line, and uh, you have uh, a killer line uh, this year for the Panthers, and that's really been the thing that I feel has defined them and, and has been the, the stabilizing force uh, is the, the push-up front. I think the push-up front is going to be key in this game tonight. If Elder's offense plays to their billing, the offensive line, and they control the line of scrimmage, it's going to be a long night for the Springfield Wildcats because they have the ability to take control of this game and just road grade down the field. We've seen times where they seem to take a break and they don't do that, and then they'll get back to it. So they need to put four quarters of that type of play together. We're going to go into the keys of the game for the Elder Panthers, Steve. And the first thing I want to say is, uh, what is November? Uh, trying to remember, uh, what, these are games you do what? These are the games that you remember, <laughs> the right. games in November. <laughs> that's uh, that's Tom Kennedy's quote there, the games you remember in November, and that's what we got here. Uh, you're playing a week uh, or the day after Thanksgiving, and you know there's, we're driving up and Christmas music uh, on the radio and all that. It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a different time. 
It, it is. It, it's nice to be playing this time of year. And, and uh, what we'll do here is uh, uh, Tom usually takes the Elder Panthers. Tom's not here tonight, so Mark is going to go through his keys to the game. And then I'm going to compare your keys to the games to the keys that Tom I sent. saw some of the same ones, but I'm going to start off. Number one key is turnovers. Last week, Elder had three turnovers and uh, going up against a team that tries to button things down on defense. The possessions are going to be real important, Steve. Uh, you, you give the ball up on a turnover and you, you waste a possession when there's only so many of them. Uh, I think that's going to be number one key did he have that one uh no turnovers was uh the, the very, okay. very 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 blunt so yes we can check that we box. can check that one number i think too the, the number two key for the game is something that we've talked about immensely when week one uh when before the season started doug ramsey talked about his his offense and was very complimentary and confident and and all the rest but he said it's going to i'm worried about my defense and and we we're going to see how they gel and how they mature well i tell you what last week uh we gave the the entire defense the 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 Cooper Electric star of the game uh, for that. And, uh, you know, when you look at some of these names, Colton Sandus, Connor Keyes, Joey Stemmler, Tanner Perdue, Ben Dieters, and so many others on the defense, uh, I tell you, coordinator Brett Curran can battle with anyone, and, and he makes great adjust, adjustments. And, and, and the other thing, Steve, with this defense, they've seen almost every kind of uh, team you could describe, the, the, the Clearwater Florida Academy team. I've never seen more skilled athletes in I mean, they were incredible. They were I mean, incredible. They were fast, uh, and, and their line was very good. That was a very, very a lot of guys that will be playing probably on Sundays yes. uh, coming up. So they've had that, and then the team out of Canada, uh, Canada North, uh, uh, another all-star team out of Canada, which kind of pulls in players to try to get them scholarships, and they've played anybody and everybody. So they've seen that, and of course, when you play uh, St. Ed's, you're, you're going up against uh, in CNN and LaSalle. You, you see it all. Their right. schedule is uh, put it, put them out into quite a range of different uh, things. So uh, I think the defense has learned a lot. They've gelled a lot. And at key times, though, when they bring in uh, guys like Joe Royer and Kandra and d- different players like that to kind of uh, supplement the defense, things really get interesting. So uh, was that on there? Uh, it's boiled down to, yes, I believe it is, move the chains, Elder's explosive offense and defense not giving up big plays. So There you go, there you Tom. Go. We're thinking in the same way. My, my last key of the game, obviously, is Matthew Luby. He runs that run-pass option as good as anyone, and his decisions on what weapons to engage has been stellar this year. Joe Royer, Evan Vollmer, Joseph Catania, and um, many others rely on Luby's quick reads to get the ball to the right person. You know, and last week, uh, Drew Ramsey's thumb breaking his thumb. We've talked about that. What a, a bad thing to see, but we're going to see some other folks... Uh, you know, pulling up the, the, the chain there with Marcus Abato, Dakota Postal, Scott Neiman, and whoever else they need. Next man up, Steve. So those are my three keys and, of the uh, game. On that one, uh, Tom said uh, Luby must have 100 yards rushing and passing to win this game tonight. So I don't know if that's 100 each or 100 combination, but I would assume 100 each. And, and he talked about Marco Sabato being the unsung hero replacing Drew Ramsey. Two that you didn't have, he thinks that Elder should get a, an early lead. We talked about that. The one game that they got behind 16 to nothing, they couldn't overcome that. And, uh, Throw it to Joe, Joe Royer. Uh, 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 Doug talked about that. Um, 
at, at Dance Club the other night, and uh, Tom's uh, bringing that point home. And, and it rhymes. Throw to Joe. I want to, before we uh, send it down to the field to Coach Doug Ramsey, uh, I'm going to shout out to uh, my brother-in-law, Father Jamie Weber, out at his uh, palatial ranch in uh, tiny Ripley, Ohio. Of course, palatial, it means that it has no power, no running water or plumbing. Uh, it's, a, it's a hunting cabin, but he's having a group of my uh, fellow brother-in-laws, in-laws, and all kinds of people out there at Ripley tonight. I know they're listening on the the app, uh, and uh, it's in the middle of nowhere, but uh, it's a it's a little slice of heaven for this guy. So well, I hope uh, they have a good time. It sounds like fun. Yes, it does. Uh, well, it's time for us to switch down to the field. Uh, our John Kirtley, who is in for Len Harvey, who's up in uh, New Jersey. Uh, he's uh, spending time with family. And, and uh, actually, Len actually thought about uh, doing the prep sports radio version of planes, trains, and automobiles, but then after. Uh, Looking at the schedule, looking at the timing, and looking at the weekend of Thanksgiving, cooler heads prevailed, and John currently is stepping up to the plate. All right, well, let's send it down to John as he talks to head coach Doug Ramsey. Thanks, Mark. I'm on the field with the head coach of the Elder Panthers, Doug Ramsey, as the Panthers set to take on the Springfield Wildcats in the Division I state semifinal. Elder coming off another stirring victory, 28-21 over the Coleraine Cardinals in the regional championship. And, Coach, if we could take a look back at that game last week, a game that you're trailing 21-14. And as you look at at, uh, the way that second half unfolded, your defense pitching a shutout, a metaphor for the whole season, and uh, a rapidly improving defense with its finest hour, uh, against Coleraine. What, what are your thoughts on that second half by your defense? Well, that was it. They were they were outstanding. You know, I mean, even really early, I gave up the one the one big run early. But you know, fourteen or seven of those points were on the offense, right? It was a pick six, so you know it was, it was good all the way through. But the second half, I, they, I mean, they really dominated. You know, Coleraine. And then you look at that fourth quarter, you know, where we get a stop, then we go on a long drive, score, and then pin them deep. You know, three plays and a punt, get great field position and, and score to win. And then at the end, just kind of did did their job, keeping them from getting the ball down the field. But, you know, outstanding by all of them. It wasn't just certain position groups. The D-line got pressure, made plays, linebackers played well. Our secondary in the second half was, was really good. So, yeah, and, and that's been, I think, the key to what what's happened. You know, it's why we're here, because our defense has improved a whole bunch. Coach, and talking about the intangibles of your team, and, and that you could go back to the St. X game as well, uh, you know, unbelievable grit, uh, determination, second half. You know, the, the, these were not perfect games. You had to overcome some adversity. And for the second straight week on the, on the biggest stage, your guys came through. What does it say about the character of this team? Well, that's a high character, you know. And, and we can go through the regular season, three or four times in regular season, similar situation, whether it was playing against Cathedral and driving down, kicking a field goal, with what, seconds left in the game to tie it and then win in overtime. The game against the team from Florida, you know, the, the, you know, hanging on in the first X game, even though we lost, what we did in coming back 24 nothing against LaSalle and going for two to, you know, chance to, to tie it with a minute three. You know, I, I think that this team just, you know, they believe in what they're doing. They believe in each other, and, and, and they, they never think anything's over till that, that horn sounds. All right, Coach, uh, let's take a look at this week, the Springfield Wildcats. You're fighting for your fourth berth in a state championship game. Uh, what are these games like going back over your illustrious career, uh, a state semifinal? You're now out of Cincinnati, so to speak. You're into the 
open waters against teams from all over the state now taking on Springfield. How does that change preparation for your staff? Well, you know, it's a little bit more of an unknown. You know, the last couple weeks playing the teams that we've played, I mean, obviously with Axe, who've already played during the season, uh, you can really kind of get a feel for Coleraine and how talented they are based upon who they played. And same thing with Dakota West. Now with Springfield, we really don't have a common opponent, you know. And now they did play Fairfield, but that was really early in the season. Um, so, yes, it's a little bit different, uh, you know, as far as just trying to, to really know how good a team is. And, 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 you know, you can see the strengths and weaknesses and things that they can come to, but, but how talented are they, you know, is always a big question. Well, looking at this team, uh, their regional championship was a 7-3 to win. Really a unique score for this late in the past. But if you look at their stats, it's an explosive offense, obviously a very good defense. There are no slouches at this level. So how do you go about attacking them and stopping them? Well, yeah. Stopping them, they're, they, they're pretty balanced. You know, they, their quarterback's a good player. Uh, got a big physical running back. Receiving court, it's good. One receiver is really, really good. So so they can do things. So that's the thing. It's, 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 we've, we've, you know, we're going to have to get some pressure on the quarterback. We, we've got to get them off track. You know, we have to have some good plays on first down. You know, get them into to second and tens and, and put a lot of pressure on a sophomore quarterback. And then uh, them defensively, they, they give you a lot of different looks. So I, I think the key for us is, is our linemen understanding, you know, communicating what fronts they're going to see, picking up the blitzes. And if they do, I think we'll be fine. Coach, uh, you're going to have a, a crowd that's uh, allegedly neutral. The portable pit will be in full effect tonight. But how is your week of preparation for your guys kind of getting on the road a little bit and making sure that, you know, after two emotional wins, they're ready to go today on an even keel? Yeah, it's been a good week. You know, a little different week because, you know, we have school Wednesday and Thursday, Thanksgiving falling in there. But, you know, it gave us an opportunity to get in, practice early, and have a little bit of fun. And, um, and I think it's been really good. I think our guys prepared. And I think the big thing is this, this group really likes playing you know, together, it's a really tight team, and and I think that's one of the reasons that we, we have that ability at the end of games to do things. Because, like I said, they believe in each other, they, they care for each other, and uh, and that's the thing. That's the message to them tonight when I, when I get in the locker rooms. Hey, you know, this is about making the state final, but also this is about one more week being right. together as a team, and, and and I think that's really important. Well, everyone's pulling for you, Coach. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. Doug Ramsey, head coach of the Elder Panthers. Elder versus Springfield coming up next on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Go get him, Coach. Portions of tonight's Elder game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to 
pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. This is Bill Hemmer, Fox News Channel, Elder Class of 83. No one forgets their first time in the pit, and neither do I. And today, with technology, I can catch every Elder football game, no matter where in the world the news takes me. The Prep Sports Radio Network and ehsports.com. Altiora. And go Panthers. This is Father Benedict Kinsler, the pastor of Our Lady of Victory in Delhi. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoting Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza, Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schoester, Rosart Pharmacy, Skyline Chili, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. And now, let's go down on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal. Good evening once again, everybody, along with Phil the Thrill Bengal. I'm John Kirtley. Tonight, from Alexander Stadium on the campus of Piqua High School, in Piqua, Ohio, it's the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther, Game of the Week, the Springfield Wildcats and the Elder Panthers in the OHSAA Division I State Semifinal, live from the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth on 7.40 a.m., 89.5 FM, and 9.10 a.m. Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on ehsports.com. We are set to go here from Piqua High School, the Final Four, Elder and Springfield. I'm honored to be back in the booth of the Pet Sports Radio Network with my partner, Phil Bengal. We wish Len Harvey well as he takes a week off. And, Phil, we should have another heck of a matchup for Elder coming off that stirring win over Colerain to win the regional championship. Now a game away from their fourth berth in the state championship. And we are underway as Connor Amon kicks it off, it's returned by an upback for Springfield. Nowhere to go, running laterally and brought down at the 16-yard line. The Springfield Wildcats will go on offense, led by sophomore quarterback, 5'11", 180-pound, Tayshawn Smoot. And that's exactly what Elder wanted there on that kick. Good coverage. You know, they had some struggles in past weeks where they were second-guessing their kicking game. But there, everybody stayed in their lane. Ball was in the air for a very long time. Now Elder's defense, who's been getting better and better as weeks have gone on, now takes the field to see if they can stop this Springfield offense. Tonight's Wardway Fuels game time temperature is 38 degrees. Wardway Fuels provides heating oil and propane for the Homer business. Gas, grills, and pool supplies also available. Wardway Fuels, 513-574-0061. The first play from scrimmage in this state semifinal. And Tayshawn Smoot will run the run-pass option. Looks deep, and he's going to go down. No, he swiggles out of it. Positive yardage across the 20 to the 24-yard line, and it's an 8-yard gain. Tayshawn Smoot proves elusive 
on that first snap. Yeah, Joey Stemler too high on his pad level on that sack. I mean, he was able to swoop. He just got underneath it. Tanner Purdue cleans it up. But to me, what I take away is, is they went back and they were trying to hold for a long down the field pass, about 20, you know, 20 yard pass. And that offense line did not give him the time. 11 20 to go in a scoreless first quarter. The second snap of the game coming up for the Wildcats, who are at 12 and 1. Under center, Smoot, who will have a single running back, and up the middle it goes. First down carry, and that is their big fullback, Jeff Tolliver, a 5'11", 197-pound senior, and he rumbles to the 28-yard line, a four-yard gain, and a first down for the Wildcats. Connor Keyes with the stop there, along with Ben Dieters. You know, Tolliver's got about 1,200 yards on the season, is pulling in. You know, 122 attempts a game, so I mean, to look for them to, to really see what they can do up front. They just kind of want to pound the football. They can definitely throw the ball downfield. Like I said, the big key is going to be can Elder's defensive line own that trench. You mentioned Jeff Tolliver, Phil, an insane stat line, 1,246 yards rushing on the year, 10 yards of carry and 19 TDs. Smoot's going to throw it out of the grass again of a would-be Panther sacker. Gets the throw off. It's complete to the 37-yard line. Almost the first down. Now they wave it off incomplete. Yeah, said he was too far over, so that was incomplete. He got all the way over the side, but Connor Keyes first. Connor Keyes was the first guy there to him, and again, just not breaking down a little bit of those emotions right now for a state semifinal game. You know, Elders had two possible sacks that they've missed. Look for them to, to get that right. Elder with a break, though, as the pass goes through the arms of the intended receiver and sets up second and 10 at the 28 for the Wildcats, moving right to left across your radio dial on the Wildcat 28. The ball will be snapped in the left hash mark just inside the left hash, 10 and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Tayshaun Smoot in the gun, back to throw, trips to the right, one to the left, has plenty of time, going to throw deep, has a man with a step, going up for it, and it's knocked away at the elder 30-yard line, incomplete, plenty of air under that ball, as the intended receiver was Larry Stevens, two Panthers on defense. Yeah, and getting over there, and I'm trying to think, Sandus was one of the guys over there to help to break that up uh, in, in coverage. So the Panthers did a nice job on that long ball, and that, that's what they've been looking to do. That's what they can do. They can really throw it down one-on-one, so you got to have that closing speed to be able to try to break those things up. Tayshaun Smoot has thrown for almost 2,300 yards on the year, 18 touchdowns, completed 55% of his passes, but almost 11 yards per attempt from Smoot. Can also rush the ball, 800 yards, five yards of carry, a critical third and ten for the Wildcats as they empty the backfield from their own 28, 10-24 to go in the first, Elder with pressure, Smoot steps up, and he will not break through this arm tackle, the Panther defense drops him at the line of scrimmage, and the Wildcats will have to punt. That's Connor Keyes coming down the line, making a sack, Joey Stelmer helps to clean it up, but great pressure, Elder's defense just brought the house on that one, really brought everybody up front, uh, you know, left their guys in coverage, but they're going to Roll the dice here and see if they can win that battle. And they will send the punting unit out. Will the Wildcats and back deep to receive for Elder is on the punt return. It'll be Tommy Thayman, and he'll let it bounce at the 35 of Elder, and he'll run it to the 36, and a late hit out of bounds, and no flag. But the Elder offense will take the field, and they are led, of course, 
by senior quarterback Matthew Luby. The 5'11", 185-pounder has done it all for the Panthers all season long. He has rushed for a yard shy of 1,100. He's thrown for over 2,000 yards, 18 TDs through the air and 11 on the ground. So the Panthers will start first down at 10 at their own 37, 9.38 to go in a scoreless first quarter in this Division I state semifinal from Pickwell High School. Phil Bengal along with John Kirtley with you on 740 AM Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on EHSports.com. The Panthers move left to right across your radio dial. They'll snap it from the near hash mark. Luby in the gun. He'll take it himself on a counter play up the middle. He'll run it to the 42. That's a gain of five for Matthew Luby. So I have to see how, how Springfield wants to cover that. In the in past few weeks, some teams have just really said they're not going to let Elder run up the middle, and then that's when Elder's passing game has opened up. Quickly the line of scrimmage, Luby from the shotgun. He'll look left. They'll run it again up the middle on a counter play. Should have enough for a first down. Another five-yard run by Luby. So far, so good for that Elder offense, of course, anchored by that massive offensive line. Senior Jacob James at left tackle, 6'5", 285, and left guard Luke Kandra, 6'5", 305. Of course, both of them well-documented, headed to Division I programs, Ohio State for James, Louisville for Kandra. The Panthers with a fresh set of four at their own 47, moving left to right, and they'll run a shovel pass into the heart of the Wildcat defense, and they're not fooled at all as being thrown back for no gain is Evan Vollmer. Technically a completion for Luby, but it goes for no gain, maybe a yard. They've hit... I mean, I think they've had limited success with that shovel pass play. You know, it, sometimes the teams have just been able to sniff it out. They see it on the film. So I like Elder trying it early and, and just kind of seeing how they're covering. So like I said, you want to find out how they're going to cover you up the middle a little bit and, and see if they do what Colerain and St. X tried to do to Elder. 8.20 to go in a scoreless first. Elder's first offensive possession, first and 10 from their own 48-yard line, second and nine, excuse me, not first and 10, second and nine. They'll roll Luby out to the left. He's got a man to the far side. It's complete first down into Wildcat territory, and that's Evan Vollmer for a gain of 11. And Vollmer's a guy that, uh, as uh, before the game, is telling you if teams want to take away, you know, we're not going to let you throw to Royer. Well, then you throw to Vollmer. You start taking away Vollmer, and now Postal comes into the mix. So Elder's offense just got weapons for everything. You kind of got to pick your poison and, and hope Elder shoots themselves in the foot. Very efficient thus far. The Panthers first and 10 at the Springfield, 41. Luby will empty the backfield. Back to throw. He'll roll right. Clean pocket throws. Vollmer again has it at the Wildcat 36. And that's a gain of five. So Luby starts a flawless three for three. All three completions to Vollmer. LaRosa's makes it easy to order your favorite pizza on your smartphone or tablet. Go to LaRosa's.com to order online or download the LaRosa's mobile app, LaRosa's.com. 7.45 to go in the first quarter. No score, Elder and Springfield. And the Panthers will have a second down and five from the Wildcat 36. The scoreboard has third and five, but it is second and five. Matthew Luby in the gun. He has a clean pocket to throw. Throws far sideline, and that ball is caught. First down, Panthers to the Wildcat 27-yard line. And that was Joe Royer on the reception, the six foot five, 225-pound wide receiver with his 52nd catch of the year. And this one goes for 11 yards and a first down. Great time. Provided by the offensive line. I mean, Luby's able to just sit back there. In fact, if he didn't have that ball to throw at the Royer, he had Sabato out in the flats. He could have hit him, and we know Sabato's got speed. Ten-yard gain on that throw, Luby to Royer, and the Panthers 
knocking on the red zone door. First and ten from the 26. They run the zone read. Luby keeps it himself. Now throws to Vollmer near side, complete to the 20-yard line to the 18. And the Panthers marching right through this Wildcat defense, which only gave up three points last week in the regional final against Dublin Kaufman. So they are on their heels. That's a gain of eight for Vollmer. Yeah, and they've only allowed 9.6 a game. So uh, Elder, though, right now seems to be moving the ball well. But last week against Coleraine, they had a couple of times put the ball on the turf, turn the ball over. So Elder's just really got to make sure they keep up with ball security. Fast-moving first quarter, 6.50 to go here. Elder has a second and two from the Wildcat 8. Luby will keep it himself. He's got daylight at the 10. Luby inside the 5 and drug out of bounds at the 3-yard line. A 15-yard sprint by Luby up the gut. The elder offensive line owning Springfield right now. First and goal Panthers at the three. And that's what you get. You get those little gains, five yards, you get it covered, and then Luby just gets outside on that edge behind Carter Smith over there on the right side and is able to go ahead and break a quick one. Elder on first and goal at the three, lunging for the goal line. Luby inside the one. It'll be second and goal at the six-inch line. A gain of two for Luby as Elder Elder goes quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Trying to draw first blood. Luby is thrown backwards. A tackle for loss. Springfield stiffens and critically brings Luby backwards to the three-yard line. It'll be third and goal from the three. The Elders got the offensive line to, you know, to get those pushes. They try to go to the left, which is a little, that side of the line. Defensively, they really had it overloaded. I thought when Luby started to run that way, there weren't enough purple jerseys there to cover all the Springfield hats. All right, the Panthers with a third and goal just inside the three. Luby will be in the gun. And he's got Joseph Catania next to him. He puts Vollmer in motion. Luby, hands up the gut. Catania to the goal line. No signal except from the elder offensive line, and they will mark him shy. Forward progress down inside the one. It's fourth down. Decision time, although probably, Phil, not much of one for Doug Ramsey. It's fourth and goal inside the one. Yeah, fourth and goal. Joseph Catania runs it, just doesn't get much. That push, you really, right now, that offense line, it's got to be a drive through the back of the end zone. He's got to push. So Elder, now, I don't know what the officials are talking about yeah. here. They took a, I thought they were having just maybe the spot of the ball. I mean, Elder's going to go on this, and you got to go a, a football length. I mean, with the horses up front, you got to get it. Fourth and goal from the six-inch line. Elder trying to bust in the end zone. Luby takes it himself, gets a block, lunging for the goal line. He's turned away. He is short. And Springfield with a goal line stand to open the game on defense. And twice they, when they ran that play, they went right at the left side where there were too, where, where too many guys. Elder didn't have the jerseys to make the blocks. You couldn't get a hat on a hat. You know, I mean, it just wasn't there. They know where the meat of that line is behind James and Kendra. So they loaded up that side each time, and Elder kept running, and they had more guys there. So Elder not able to do it. Now Springfield's going to have their feet on their goal line, but Elder's defense got to come up big here. Springfield did a great job stopping the Panthers after them getting just worked down the field. 4.58 to go in the first quarter. Springfield and Elder have not scored. The Panthers had a first and goal at the three, had four cracks, and couldn't get it in. So now sophomore quarterback Tayshawn Smoot will snap the ball. He'll receive it five yards deep in the end zone. Quick slant. It's knocked in the air and dangerously falls to the turf. That one was almost picked off in the air. 
Not sure who almost had it for Elder. believe it was Brady Buller almost. And the Wildcats will be second and ten inside their own one. 8,200 capacity here at Alexander Stadium, and it is a very good crowd on both sides, this massive facility in Piqua. Smoot will be in the shotgun, second and ten from inside his own one. And he'll fake the jet sweep. He'll look deep, throwing, and Elder cannot bring it down for an interception incomplete. And it was Nicholas Seeger in coverage for Elder. It looked like he was the intended receiver. Yeah, Seeger, you remember last week, Seeger had the big uh, interception to seal the game against Colerain. The same thing there. It almost looked like he was the intended receiver. That ball was just a little bit underthrown and thrown inside instead of throwing that ball to the outside towards your sideline so that you're either throwing it, it's going out of bounds, or your player can make a play. 4.49 to go in a scoreless first quarter, and Springfield with a third and ten inside its own one. Tayshawn Smoot has started 0 for 4. And they will send two receivers to the far side, two to the near side. The Wildcats go right to left and running down the play clock. And finally a flag flies and a delay of game. Yeah, they didn't get set and organized to call play until nine seconds on the play clock. Now, being right there, I mean, you're going to, you know, the Panthers... They're going to move, you know, you move the ball back just to Smith. I mean, it's basically on the goal line. As close to the goal line as you could possibly have it going backwards. 4.49 to go in the first. No score. Again, third and ten for the Wildcats. Smoot. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Running back to his right. Snap back. Elder brings six. Smoot has a clean pocket. Throws over the middle. It's complete. First down to the 20-yard line and more. A gain of 21 on third and ten. And bringing it down for the Wildcats was uh, receiver Morgan Riesinger. A huge 21-yard completion. And it'll be first down and 10 for Springfield at their 22. First completion of the night for Smoot. First and 10 from their own 22. And the snap to Smoot. They'll run the zone read play, and he stuffs it in the belly of his brother Tavion Smoot, the senior, 5'11", 240-pounder, and he rumbles across the 25 for a gain of four. And he averages about five yards a carry, and that's just what he did there. And going back to that previous possession, I mean, Elder's got to be able to close those out this late in the season. I mean, you got a team right on the goal line, and you let them pick up a, a huge first down. You know, that, that that can't happen at this point, especially if you just got turned away. So Elder's defense, they, they stop them here on first, but getting a big stop on this second down and forcing them into a difficult third would be the key. That 21-yard pass play on third down was actually to Jeff Tolliver. Smoot on second down, throws it deep, and Elder picks it off inside their own territory. Big play by Nicholas Seeger throwing into double coverage. It's picked off, and the Panthers with the takeaway. And you can see Elder's doing that tonight where they got one defensive back who's kind of playing where they're going to throw that deep ball. Obviously, Coach Curran and and his group saw that on on film, so Nicholas Seeger just goes and makes that read in double coverage and picks it off. So the Panthers get the football back, give the offense another chance to to point some points on the board. 3.32 to go in the first quarter. Elder with a takeaway. They'll start first and 10 at their own 38. And quickly 
trotting onto the field. Matthew Luby in the Panther offense. They went 64 yards but came up less than a yard short on fourth down on their first offensive possession. Luby to throw all day. Throws far sideline for Royer. One-on-one. It's knocked away. Great coverage at the Wildcat 40. And that was Tierran Brown knocking it away from Royer. First incompletion of the night for Luby. Yeah, that ball just kind of hung up in the air. He had Vollmer at the next level a little bit deeper, but I think he had locked in Royer, uh, and Royer just not able to make the catches that he has been on that one, but still there, very playable. So see if Elder you know, tries to maybe get that run going again that they had some success with. Along with Phil Bengal, I'm John Kirtley, the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network, the state semifinal, Elder versus Springfield. 3.25 to go in the first. Elder on a second and 10 from their own 38. Luby has cut down in the backfield. Beautiful done. Javian Norman blitzing through the Elder offensive line and dropping Luby for no game. Elder just not getting guys on that. It looked like he was going to run back and make it through, you know, following one of his linemen, but just slipping through, not getting the blocks in. You know, got to get back to where they were at the start of that drive, really dominating up front. Springfield's defensive line has come on since their big goal line stand. Third and ten for Elder. 2.50 to go in this scoreless first. Luby will be in the shotgun. He'll send Evan Vollmer in motion. It's now an empty backfield except for Zach Schlachter. Back to throw Luby in the pocket. Throws over the middle. Wide open. Vollmer at the 50. At the Wildcat. 40, 30, 25. Cuts it to the outside. Evan Vollmer at the 15, 10. And down to the seven-yard line. A 55-yard gain on third and 10 by Evan Vollmer. And Vollmer can do that. You sometimes forget about him like we talked about, but the offensive line built a great pocket around Luby. He just sat there and patiently made it. Vollmer sits in a spot in the, in the zone and is just able to go downfield, run behind a block with Postal. Great block, so the Panthers right back in that red zone. First and goal at the 7 for Elder. A huge play in the game. Luby will snap it from the far hash mark. Back to throw. Four-man rush. Fade route. Near side. Trouble. Vollmer one-on-one. Does he bring it down? He does not. It was a 50-50 ball. It's incomplete. Yeah, and it almost looked like that was ball was being thrown into triple coverage. Springfield left their assignments, and three guys closed in on Vollmer. And Vollmer almost was playing defense. Best thing that could happen was he broke that play up. Davion Bates had his mugs on it. Against Vollmer, the six foot one, 180-pound corner. What a prospect he is, the senior. And he almost intercepted Luby in the end zone. Elder with a second and goal at the Wildcats 7, 206 to go in the first quarter. No score. Luby will empty the backfield. He'll put Royer in motion now. Four receivers to the right. One on one. They'll throw a middle screen for Vollmer at the five. Vollmer leaps into the end zone. Touchdown, Panthers. The Panthers break the ice. Their second trip inside the Wildcat 10-yard line. And this time it goes for six. And that's that play they run sometimes for Drew Ramsey, you know, who, who's not out there today. And Evan Vollmer catches that. The line did a good job bringing their guys up field. And then Luby staying patient. So the Panthers get to where they need to be and get that ball in the end zone. Sam Harmeyer for the PAT with exactly two minutes to go. In the first quarter, the Panthers can go up 7 to nothing, And it's good. A 62-yard scoring drive set up by Nicholas Seeger. Interception 
And with two minutes to go in the first quarter, the Panthers lead 7-0 on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Coldwell Banker West Shell are two strong names you can trust when marketing or buying a home, and they are proud to continue servicing the West Side and the Elder community. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, or visit them on the web, cbws.com, along with Phil the Thrill Bengal. I'm John Kirtley in the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth for the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week, live from Piqua High School. In Piqua, Ohio, 30 miles north of Dayton for this Division One state semifinal, the Final Four. Elder playing for the right to appear in the state championship game for the fourth time in school history and for the first time since 2008 in Doug Ramsey's illustrious coaching career at Elder. The Panthers lead 7-0 on a seven-yard touchdown pass. Matthew Luby to Vollmer. And a squib kick by Harmeyer is picked up on the run at the 20. And running to the near side is Tolliver. Jeff Tolliver with a head of steam. One man to beat. Tolliver at the 45 and brought down from behind. And he was almost gone out the door. Javarius Richardson with a touchdown saving tackle. But what a run by Jeff Tolliver filled to spring the Wildcats near midfield. A lot of reaching on that one. But the first coverage on a kick, guys came in, you know, first kickoff, state semifinals. They were all jacked up, and, and guys got in the right spots. That one there, it's like everybody was reaching through the lanes. Harmeyer provided enough to get JV in a good spot. All right, the Wildcats with great field position, unlike their last drive, which started inside their one-yard line and ended in an interception. Tayshawn Smoot will snap it from the 47. The zone read play and a handoff to Tavion Smoot, and he'll pick up two. Sandus gets out there and trips him up. That's going to be the key. I mean, between Smoot and Tolliver running the football, I mean, they got about 2,000 yards between the two of them. I mean, they're getting averaging four yards and ten yards a carry, so they're just going to need to make sure that they're getting them at the line. We see what they can do if they get past. So Elder's got to really keep them in check. 125 to go in the first. Elder leads Springfield 7-0. Second down and eight for Springfield at their own 49-yard line. They'll snap it between the hash marks, moving right to left. Tayshawn Smoot with the snap. Quick throw near side. It's complete. Near first down yardage as bringing it down for Springfield was Jalen Minnie. And it looks like he might be less than a yard shy of the first down. No, now they move the chains or not. Right, they're right on it. I mean, they should be and moving they, the chains. They, they are. Signaled it. That's J.V. Richardson with the stop for the Panthers. And Springfield's offense, I mean, they have the ability to move the ball down the field. We see them take some shots. You know, they got a great passing and running match. I mean, they, they really do challenge you as a defense. Smoot will be in the shotgun. Two re- receivers to the right, one to the left. And it's Jeff Tolliver off left tackle. And nice job at the elder defense turning him backwards after a gain of one to the elder 42. Brady Buller, first guy there on, on the scene. Colton Sanders and a couple other Panthers helped to clean that one up. So elder may put them in a long second down situation. 30 seconds to go in the first. Panthers lead 7-0. Second and nine for Springfield at the Panther 42. This is their first foray into elder territory. 
Boy, for a sophomore, Tayshawn Smoothfield really looks like he knows what he's doing out there. Yeah, he's got great pocket presence and some patience. At 12-1, and this team, not surprisingly, very impressive. Smoot steps up, rolls right. Now he's got daylight, and he's got a first down to the elder 32-yard line on a quarterback scramble. Unscripted play, 10 yards for Smoot. Yeah, you could see that one develop pretty quick as everybody dropped in coverage and Elder wasn't getting a big push. There's a big running lane to the right side. We've played one quarter in this Division One state semifinal. The Elder Panthers lead the Springfield Wildcats in Piqua 7-0. Back with the second quarter on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue and Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last, it's Skyline time. Anna Mitchell here. Enjoy the game and be sure to tune in Monday morning at 6 a.m. for the Sunrise Morning Show for news, weather, sports, and compelling interviews all from the Catholic perspective. The Sunrise Morning Show, 6 to 9 a.m. every Monday through Friday here on Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. Is your corporate casual company uniforms getting a bit dated? Are your team coaches' shirts worn out? Contact Sean Mason at the Underground Sports Shop. Shirts, caps, coats, whatever you need with your company logo customized on the newest style items. Visit undergroundsportsshop.com or give them a call, 513-751-1662. Underground Sports Shop is the official provider to Prep Sports Radio. And for 30 years, Prep Sports Radio has been around. Cooper Electric has been a a proud sponsor the entire time. Reliable, courteous, quality, the hallmark hallmark of Cooper Electric's business. Upgrades to your home or business to efficient LEDs or elaborate changes and remodels. Contact Cooper Electric president and elder grad Greg Highland from Cooper Electric, 513-271-5000. Greg Highland, Cooper Electric. 513-271-5000. 513-271-5000. Along with Bill the Thrill Bengal, I'm John Kirtley. The Kelsey Chevrolet Prep Sports Radio Network Elder Panther Game of the Week, the Division One State Semifinal, live from Piqua High School. And we played one quarter. The Elder Panthers lead the Springfield Wildcats 7 to nothing. Matthew Luby and Evan Vollmer hooking up on a 7-yard TD toss with two minutes to go in the first quarter. But the Springfield Wildcats... Anchored by a Jeff Tolliver kickoff return near midfield. Have their best offensive series cooking. First and 10 from the Panther 33-yard line. And they, the two teams will flip sides. So now the Wildcats go left to right. And Tayshawn Smoot, for one of the first times, one of the rare times tonight, will duck under center. He'll hand a Jeff Tolliver up the middle. Now he bounces it outside. He's got running room to the 26-yard line. Jeff Tolliver Averaging almost 10 yards a carry on 122 carries on the season. Picks up seven yards on first down. And this is where Elder's defense has to be really stout up front because of the fact that they do have that running and passing attack. You know, those linemen really got to make sure they're making those tackles, but then when they realize it's a pass situation, get that pressure they got earlier in the first quarter. Officially a six-yard travel for Tolliver. Second and four for the Wildcats from the Elder 27. Smoot on his own read, and this play gets blown up, being thrown backward as Tavion Smoot, a loss of five on the play. And that's Jed Stemmler 
with the big tackle for the Panthers. Joey Stelmar just comes up and, and makes another big defensive stop, pushing Springfield back into a longer third down. Line of scrimmage now the 31-yard line. Third down and eight. Tayshawn Smoot calling the play or changing the play at the line of scrimmage. This impressive sophomore facing a critical third down from the Panther, 31. He has Tavion Smoot and Jeff Tolliver in the backfield with him. He'll pump to the right. Now he'll run to the left. Has room. Man open. Wide open. Touchdown. What a play. Tayshawn Smoot pump left, rolled right. And sneaking behind the defense was James Wood the second. It's a 31-yard strike on third and eight, and the Wildcats are on the board and a PAT away from tying the football game. The Panthers lost lost their coverage. They just lost what the, what's the sight of what they were trying to do back there, so they were unable to, to really get anything uh, going, and therefore they got no pressure. Connor Keith got knocked down. Kind of he was pursuing a quarterback, and then therefore it was, the pressure was gone, and defensive backs they weren't able to make a play. James Wood came in with 31 grabs, 19 yards per, and that is his third touchdown of the year. The extra point is good by Cole Yost. And with ten and a half minutes to go in the first half, Springfield off the mat and tying the game at seven. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Along with Phil the Thrill Bengal, I'm John Kirtley on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week, live around Greater Cincinnati on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on ehsports.com from the Dominic Bonavita Broadcast Booth at Piqua High School. Alexander Stadium, capacity 8,200. Temperatures around freezing, as you would expect on this Thanksgiving weekend in this Division I state semifinal in the Springfield Wildcats. Off the mat after Elder goes up 7-0. They answer with a 53-yard scoring drive, a 31-yard touchdown strike on third and eight. Tavion Smoot to James Wood. The ensuing kickoff is fair caught at the 31-yard line, actually going to a knee to catch it at the 29-yard line, and the Panthers go first and 10 from their own 29. David Larkins came up with that one. So Elder's offense just got to respond here. I mean, they've been in shootouts. You know, I mean, it's not like uh, you go back to the Clearwater game with Florida uh, uh, and you, you look at that was just one heck of a shootout game. They've been in games where they have to score, you know, competitively against X and against Coleraine. So, I mean, this is not unfamiliar territory for the Panthers. Luby will be in the shotgun on first and 10. And he will bootleg left. Has room, throws. Evan Vollmer has it. And he's knocked out of bounds near the sticks in the big first half. For Evan Vollmer, the five foot nine, 170 pound senior continues. That's a gain of nine. Vollmer on that last drive, 55 yard third down completion and finish it off with a seven yard touchdown. Now 87 yards on six grabs. And we're not even halfway through the second quarter. An eight yard gain there makes it second and two for Elder at their own 37 yard line. 
Matthew Luby in the pistol formation. Fakes the handoff, throws a quick slant to that man again, Vollmer. He's got it to the 42. Short game, but enough for a first down. So Vollmer's a target right now. I mean, again, you're just going with and he, He's a little slow to Uh-oh. get up here. He, it looks like he's going to, you know, a leg yep. on here. So we'll see kind of what that is. What that is. Doc Bosom and, and the staff have come out onto the field. So the Panther receiver core, Phil, under a bit of duress, of course, out tonight is Drew Ramsey, sort of the Swiss Army knife in this offense, running and receiving Evan Vollmer obviously picking up the slack early, but going down uh, with a leg injury at the moment. 10-18 to go. We, in a, we are in a tie game. It's 7-7 here in the second quarter. We'll take a break on the Prep Sports from Radio Network. We'll keep things right here as Evan Vollmer's helped to the sidelines. So hopefully that is a flesh wound, as they say. Looks like he's walking fine. Well, and it was a, such a quick pass. He went down to the ground, and Springfield kind of jumped on him. It looked like at first he, you know, went for an ankle. I mean, it's very easy. Obviously, no situations. And it's not even necessarily you roll an ankle. I mean, you take a helmet to the side of your side of your ankle or whatever. I mean, that's going to that's gonna cause you a little bit of discomfort. But he walked off under his own power, and I don't really think there was much of a limp. All right, the Panthers back on the attack. First and 10 at their own 42. And again, it's the quarterback draw. And again, Luby has room. He runs it up the middle, brought down at the 48-yard line. And that's a six-yard rush for Matthew Luby. And actually, before that six-yard gain, Luby, on his last four carries, had nothing to show for it. Four carries, no yards. So the Wildcats stiffened up on Luby. But there he does squirt forward for six. Second and four, 9.38 to go second quarter. We're tied at seven. Second and four for the Panthers. They'll put it in play at their own 48 between the hash marks, moving right to left. Luby in the pistol. And he'll take the snap. Fake the handoff. Throw to the far side, and the ball hits the turf incomplete. Intended receiver was Dakota Postal. He caught that one falling backwards. It's like the impact of the ground made him lose the ball. You know, Elder's, Elder's offense, I mean, one thing I, I just want to see is a rhythm. And they've been like this past few weeks where they have the, there are a few drives where they get out of sync and out of rhythm. So very manageable third and four here for them. So are they going to just give it to Luby and try to run the football? Or are we, you know, looking at, at a pass to Royer here? Springfield's done a good job of making it difficult for the Panthers. Third and four for Elder at their own 48, 9.23 to go. In the second quarter, we're tied at seven. Matthew Luby will be in the pistol formation. And now we have a whistle and a timeout taken by Doug Ramsey. And we will do the same. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. If you're feeling good and hungry, then you know it is Skyline time. There is no better West Side tradition than Skyline Chili. Before or after the game, Skyline Chili on Delhi Pike, Harrison Avenue in Dent, or, of course, Glenway Avenue across from Pep Boys. It's Skyline time, and it's crunch time for the elder offense with 9.23 to go here in the second quarter. 
Elder and Springfield tied at seven. The Panthers with a third and four at their own 48-yard line. Senior quarterback Matthew Luby empties the backfield. He'll be in the shotgun. Puts a man in motion from right to left. Back to throw. Four receivers in the pattern. Luby steps up, pumps once, now throws far sideline. And some hand fighting and two flags fly. We have a pass interference on Springfield. Joe Royer was one-on-one down the far sideline. And the Panthers on third down will be bolstered by a pass interference penalty, Phil. Uh, Joe Royer just running downfield, and Tommy Thamen kind of ran the short route. Matthew Luby decided to go over to the top. Royer isn't one-on-one, and as that ball went up, as he turned to make a play, I mean, Springfield defender just grabbed a lot of shirt. I mean, there was a lot of contact, but the initial contact and grabbing was started by a Springfield defender, so the referees threw that one uh, on there. And you're going to see that all night, and there can be some times where they let the guys guarding Joe Royer, you know, they let the two guys go after it if they're both making contact at the same time. Deleon Bradley was in coverage on Royer and flagged for the pass interference. And it's a critical one. It moves the ball to the 37 of Springfield. Matthew Luby in the pistol formation. He'll run it to the right. Now come back to the left. Luby cocks the arm, throws deep. Wheel route intercepted. So coming right back after the pass interference penalty is Deleon Bradley picking off Luby on an ill-advised throw on a wheel route. And the Wildcats with the takeaway. Man, I'm not... I don't even know if Marco Sabato could have made a play on that ball if it got there. I mean, size-wise, you know, Marco at, at about five foot seven was just dwarfed by the defensive backs, and he was already running backwards. I mean, he was going to have to make a heck of a play on the football. You know, one thing that's in the back of my mind here, John, is it's very important for Elder to make sure they get another stop, get the ball back, because they're going to get the ball to start the second half. You would love to be able to, you know, get a score. So Elder's defense needs to come up big like they did in the past weeks. DeLeon Bradley with a illustration and perseverance. Flag for pass interference on the very next play. Picks off Matthew Luby. And now Springfield first and 10. There's 17. Hand off to Jeff Toller. Down the far sideline. Across the Elder 45 to the 40. And out of bounds at the Elder 35-yard line. It's a gain of 48. Jeff Tolliver sprinting around left end on a bolt of lightning, and the Wildcats threatening again. And this sometimes is what happens after a turnover. Your defense isn't ready to come onto the field, and they, you know, aren't going to necessarily. Uh, they get caught kind of watching on that first one. Springfield went right for it. Get Elder's defense back on their skates. Austin Wanstrott ran him out of bounds and saved wow. it, but still down to the. Down to pass the 50. I mean, a huge, huge game. They actually mark him out of bounds at the Elder 44, nine yards backwards from where he stopped his progress. And now they'll hand off again and rumbling over the Elder defense down to the 35-yard line for a gain of nine was big fullback Tavion Smoot, the 240-pounder, leaving a trail of purple jerseys in his wake. On a gain of nine. Yeah, just got I mean, they're really going to have to wrap up. I mean, he's gang tackling on him. You know, I mean, he's running down. He's got his pads low, and he's coming with a head of steam. So, Elder's got to do a better job of stopping him. Springfield and Elder tied at seven, eight and a half minutes to go in the first half. Pavion Smoot on a quarterback sneak, and he turns it into another nine to ten yard carry down to the Elder 26. It's a nine yard gain. On second down and one. Man, Elder's defensive line has just got to be ready. They're, they're too much looking, not ready on those plays. I mean, that was a QB sneak. 
a QB sneak that just went for more than two yards. I mean, that's just unacceptable up front. you got to do a better job getting your push. I mean, just be ready. That's one thing I'm always, you know, too much looking and moving, and these guys, their heads aren't, aren't, aren't on straight. Tayshaun Smoot takes the handoff. It's Tolliver around left tackle, ankle tackle, flag flies. Tolliver brought down after a two-yard gain, but some laundry on the field as well, and a hold coming up against Springfield. Yeah, you're going to get this one coming back, and, I mean, that's the problem on those those plays when you're just running, you know, a little bit of zone blocking. Sometimes guy crosses you and you, you grab on, but, you know, just elders defense just have to be ready on a running attack like this because you're not you're not ca- tackling anybody if you're catching 240 pounds. Along with Phil the Bengal, I'm John Curtley on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week live from the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth at Pickwell High School. This Division One state semifinal, 8:02 to go, second quarter. Elder and Springfield tied at seven after the holding penalty. The Wildcats with a first and 20 at the Panther 36-yard line. Tayshaun Smoot will throw quickly in the slot. It's complete and running to the Elder 30, to the Elder 28, and out of bounds is Larry Stevens, and that's a gain of eight. Stevens gets back to the original down marker. Dieters tried to make a tackle on that one, but dove at his feet, and this is not exactly a team where you're going to be able to do those diving tackles because they're just going to be able to move pretty quick on the outside. they got a lot of talented players that – are not going to be fooled by those little tackles, those quick dives. So right back to it, second down. You're almost back at the original marker. Gain of seven on that pass play. Second and 13 for the Wildcats from the Panther 29. 7.48 to go second quarter. Elder and Springfield tied at seven. Tayshawn Smoot with his brother Tavion to his left and Jeff Tolliver to his right. It's Tolliver taking the handoff off left guard through an arm tackle, still going. Takes on five Panthers at the 22-yard line. It's a gain of seven. Punishing run by Tolliver, Phil. Yeah, and again, you said it. Arm tackle. Elders trying to arm tackle, you know, Smoot and Tolliver, and it's just you're not gonna. It's not gonna happen. I mean, both those guys are gonna run right through those plays. So the Panthers just have to do a better job because that could have probably been, you know, about a three-yard game. But instead, because it's an arm tackle, you slow them down, and it turns into six. So Springfield's offense. I'm really impressed right now yep. with their ability. That two-headed running attack yep. has just got Elder spinning. Third and seven, nonetheless, for Springfield. The holding penalty, really the self-inflicted wound here for Springfield, trying to overcome it from the Panther 23. Tayshaun Smoot back to throw on a play fake. Looks deep middle into the end zone, into coverage, and it's through the back of the end zone, incomplete. It's fourth down. Yeah, and that's a good thrown ball there, too. I mean, that was one of the ones where you throw it, make sure that your guy is only going to be the one who can make a play. Don't let Elder get an opportunity to maybe get an interception. So now Springfield's kind of in that no-man's yep. land area here. You know, now longest as far as a kicking, Cole Yost has got a 36-yard field goal, you know, but he's only 4-7 on the year. And with the way that they've been running and moving the ball, this might be a time to take a shot and see if you can get Elder on fourth down. It is indeed fourth and seven for the Wildcats from the Elder 23. A critical play in this game, to say the least. Tayshawn Smoot in the gun. He'll snap it from the far side hash in a timeout taken by head coach Maurice Douglas in his fifth year here at Springfield after winning the 2011 state championship with Trotwood Madison. He'll take his time in deciding how to proceed. Here we'll keep things here from Pickwell High School. And again, we want to extend our well wishes to Len Harvey, who's taking the week off to be with family on the East Coast. And I'm keeping the chair warm for him one more week, hopefully. 
So, Len, I hope you and the family are having a great Thanksgiving. And, Phil, it's uh, always good to be back here on the Prep Sports Radio Network. What a last few weeks, though, for this team, overcoming uh, the deficit against St. X and then the shutout last week in the second half against Coleraine and rallying for that 28-21 victory. Coach Ramsey talking in the pregame show, pregame interview, how tight this team is and their intangibles are off the charts. And that's truly, I mean, Matthew Luby had a quote about the final huddle when they were really trying to get that that game-winning touchdown about how they all feel about each other, and and that's something. I mean, if you guys, if you play for each other and it's across the board, you know, that really means something in these tight, close games that guys are just going to pick each other up and move on to the next play. You know, and and that's what's got to happen on the field, especially, you get to this point there's four teams left playing the intangibles are what's going to get you a win because at this point everybody's good it's the little things that are going to be the ones that, that drive you over the top 707 to go in the second quarter fourth and seven for springfield from the elder 23 they will go for it big play in the game here in this final four Tayshawn smoot takes the snap elder with pressure smoot throws near side it's complete to the 16 yard line right at the sticks it's complete to Larry Stevens, and it appears he has enough for a first down. Clutch throws, Smoot to Stevens. The referee's still conferencing about the spot. I mean, from here, I can't see it. They're just going to, I mean, you just bring the sticks out for an official measurement, but, I, I mean, it looks pretty darn close to me. They are going to measure. Yeah, I, mean, it, it, I think it's a first down. It is right at the sticks. Big measurement coming up. It was fourth and seven, and it appears they got exactly seven yards, and they did. First down and ten for the Wildcats at the Panthers' 16. Clutch throw by Smoot. And their drive continues, which started at their own 17. Big play was a 39-yard run by Jeff Tolliver. And the Wildcats officially overcome that holding penalty that set them back. And now Tayshawn Smoot will be in the shotgun. He's got a back to his left and a back to his right. Two receivers to his left. First and ten. Play action fake. Once the post route, but we have penalty flags down. Pre-snap, false start. It's going to be on the left side of that line. And I really think he might have been close on the previous play. It's their left tackle. He's coming up pretty quick uh, out there on the left side. He's got the calls all wrong. Quick score update on the other side of the bracket. Pick Central and Mentor. 6.46 to go in the second quarter. Tied 14-14. So, I mean. <laughs> you got everything you want. Like we said, it's great at this level. The football is great football. So, both teams, it's going to be who blinks. After the five-yard false start penalty, first and 15 for the Wildcats from the Panther 21. 6.41 to go second quarter. The two teams tied at seven. Smoot with his brother to his left. Tolliver to the right. It's Tolliver off left tackle on a sweet play, looking for the 20, and he's brought down by the Panthers after a gain of one. And, Phil, we haven't called Colton Sandus' name, but I believe he strung that play out and brought down Tolliver for a one-yard gain. Yeah, he was able to go over there and make the play. Now, the one thing I'm sure our coaches in the booth see, too, is you basically now know every time that Springfield's running a sweep, just watch 56. 56, he's getting a little bit outside. You can see him leaning to his left. And you can see him getting ready. That's why he got that false start on the last one. It was a quick pull-up because he knew he had to set that edge. Gain of two for Toller, second and 13 for the Wildcats from the 20. Smoot looks right, throws right, wants the touchdown, one-on-one, and into the end zone, touchdown Springfield! What a grab! 
by Larry Stevens. Leaping over the top and taking it away from Ben Dieters. Dieters had great coverage. I mean, he was right there. That was a catch that we've seen happen for Elder, you know, in previous weeks. And again, right, you know, the Springfield stays with it. They're able to just fight through some of the penalties. Elder's defense not able to, you know, get the big important stop on that fourth and seven. So 544, Springfield breaks the tie. What a play by Stevens leaping to take it away from Dieters, but also to get one foot down, Phil. He was hugging the sidelines and a great throw by Smoot. Cole Yost's extra point is good. And with 544 to go here in the first half, the Springfield Wildcats have their first lead of the night over Elder, 14-7. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Coding Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Welcome back to Pickwell High School along with Phil the Throw Bengal. I'm John Curtley, live from the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth. The Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week, live on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on ehsports.com. An 83-yard scoring drive by the Springfield Wildcats has yielded their first lead of the night. They lead 14-7 on a beautiful 20-yard touchdown pass. Tayshawn Smoot to Larry Stevens. They lead 14-7. 5.44 to go second quarter. Cole Yost will put it in play on the kickoff. And Elder will bring it down at the 10-yard line. And some hesitation and now sprinting out of the pile. And at the 30, down to the 32-yard line. Did that ball come loose? I believe it did. It was covered up. Bringing it back to the 32 officially was Ben Dieters, but that ball squirted out and was recovered, I believe, by Holden Nichols. So the Panthers will start first down at 10 at their own 32. Hoding Realtors is proud to help bring you Elder Panther football. The next time you're selling your home or looking for a new one, call Hoding Realtors, 451-4800, Hoding.com. Call Hoding Realtors for all your real estate needs. Senior quarterback Matthew Luby will put it in play from the Panther 32. He looks left. He's flushed from the pocket. Now rolls right and chucks it out of bounds. It's second down and 10, and Elder lucky they weren't flagged flag for a holding penalty there. Until Elder reestablishes the running game, they're not going to be able to throw the football because right now Springfield is just dropping one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, you had about eight guys in coverage. I mean, that, that, you're not going to be able to throw the football. They've got to reestablish the running game if they want to get Springfield and shift the momentum as this clock continues to wind down. You know, the Panthers get the ball at the start of the second quarter, so this is a very important offensive drive. Matthew Luby held in check only 31 yards rushing on eight carries. Second down and 10 for the Panthers from their own 32. They'll run the quarterback draw. Luby bounces it outside, being strung out. A penalty flag flies. Luby goes down for a two-yard gain. Yeah, and I think this one's coming back, too. You're going to get a holding call on the Panthers. So right now, I mean, Elder needs to settle down offensively. Right? Their offensive line is out of whack right there. Matthew Luby tries to cut it back when really, you know, I know a holding call negates it. But if he just kept kind of pursuing the sideline, he might have been able to pick up another yard or two. But Elder gets a holding call on the back of the play. 
And uh, they're going to go ahead and decline wow. this. Wow. That's a surprising uh, decline there. But it does set up third down and eight, Phil, with 5.23 to go in the second quarter. The Panthers will put it in play from their own 34. The Springfield faithful on their feet, exhorting their defense, which has really taken control. They intercepted Luby on the last drive, now forced a 39 in elder territory. Matthew Luby wants to change the play. Play clock at 10 seconds. Trips to the right, one receiver to the left. Luby in the pistol, back to throw, looks right. Has time, now flush from the pocket, looking for the sideline, won't get it, and is brought down at the 31-yard line for a sack on the play. It's fourth down. And again, you go back, it's a broken record. If they can't establish the run, there's no way they're going to pass the ball. Springfield's defense doing a fantastic job of taking away everything Elder's been used to. So they really got to go back, you know, and talk it over on the sidelines and, and see what they're doing. But Springfield, the momentum is in their corner. Ben Dieters will punt it away for Elder. This is Elder's first punt of the night. And the punt is away. Actually, punting for Elder there was Tommy Thayman. And the southpaw will boot it away. It bounces at the 50, rolls for the Springfield 43, and is downed. So the Wildcats with a 14-7 lead and now great field position with 4.23 to go in the second quarter. Jim Collins Auto Body is approaching its 50th year in business. And it has achieved this milestone by providing reliable service that you can trust. Turning your car back into your pride and joy is what you can expect from Jim Collins Auto Body, a proud sponsor of Elder Football. Phil the Throw Bengal and John Curtley with you live from Piqua High School on the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 14-7 Wildcats over the Panthers in the state semifinal. Tayshawn Smoot from the shotgun. And they'll hand to Tavion Smoot. He goes nowhere. Tackle for loss by the elder front line. It's a loss of three. Great job getting in there. Nicholas Paff gets in on the action a little bit. And then Tanner Purdue, Colton Sandus come in and help to make a play. But that's what's got to happen. It's got to be gang tackling. Elder needs to get this football back before the end of this, this quarter. So Elder's defense needs to force them into a punting situation. Under four minutes to go in the half. 14-7 Wildcats. Second and 13. After the elder defense registers a TFL, TFL, excuse me, and it's second and 13 for Smoot in the pistol formation. Up the gut, Tavion Smoot back to the original line of scrimmage. And it will be a third and long situation for the Wildcats. The defense holding there coming off the bottom uh, of that pile, Jack Tucker. Uh, is in just up the middle, nothing doing. So as that clock ticks, getting down to the three-minute mark, you alter this is a key third down because you force Springfield to punt here at, at, on the next fourth down, and you give your offense a chance maybe to tie the game up before, but it doesn't come unless you get this third down stop. Third and 11 for the Wildcats from their own 42. Smoot back to throw. Two-man rush for Elder. They drop nine. Smoot wants it all. Throws deep one-on-one. And it's intercepted by Ben Dieters. He takes it away. He's on the run at the 30. Dieters at the 35. Breaks it to the outside. Dieters down to the 45-yard line. What a play. One-on-one with Jalen Minnie. And this time, Dieters wins the ball, wins the battle. Actually, he was one-on-one with Larry Stevens, who burned him on the touchdown. He runs it all the way back to the 46. Great play. Dieters just made a good read, got in a great position defensively, got behind the receiver because that ball was overthrown just a bit. 
and went up and made the play, and then the Elder blocked fantastically to get him upfield. In fact, he kind of tripped up as he was cutting it back. Could have been a little more, but now you give Elder's offense two minutes and 46 seconds to see if they can go punch one in with two timeouts before the end of the half. A redemption story in the first half. Ben Dieters coming up big for Elder. Luby on the run and off right tackle. He'll run it from the 46 of Elder to the 43 of Springfield. An 11-yard sprint by Luby. And last week, you know, Rob Florian talked about when we were watching the game, we were asking about the clock, like where are you kind of at? And, you know, 240 right now, you're still, yes, you're, you're running your, your offense, but you're not in any sort of hurry. You know, you're just kind of still doing things normally, especially with two timeouts. Ten carries, 44 yards for Luby. First and ten now from the Wildcat, 43. Under two minutes to go in the half. They'll hand off right tackle. And for the first, one of the rare times tonight, it's not Luby carrying the mail, but a very good run by Cooper Johnson. He'll get ten yards Makes and it. another first down. And Cooper Johnson, five foot seven, can easily hide behind that right side of the line. Carter Smith and Drew Beckenhoff each, you know, putting about six five on the stat sheet. So I mean, he's real good. So it's like he's just hiding back there behind him, uh, and it's unexpected, like you said. Cooper Johnson averaged five yards a carry, eight TDs, two hundred forty yards rushing in the regular and postseason, and this one. Sets up Elder with a first down at the Wildcat 33. Buck 57 to go. It's Johnson again right up the middle with room. He'll get down to the 23 of Springfield. Another 10-yard run by Cooper Johnson and the Panthers. I think you got an injured uh, yes, Springfield Wildcat back at about the 30. The Panthers trying to exploit their second takeaway, the Ben Dieters interception, and the injured Wildcat bounces off the turf. And looks to be okay. Yeah, I'm trying to see if they called a timeout here or not. NC1 signaled. And the clock is stopped with 1.51 to go. Springfield leads Elder 14-7. to The Panthers will have a first and 10 at the Wildcat 23-yard line. I believe that was Bryce Walker shaken up by Springfield. Clock now running again. Matthew Luby will have Cooper Johnson to his right. Two receivers to the left. Fullback Zach Schlachter in there. And Luby keeps it himself off right tackle. Takes on a couple tacklers at the 18-yard line and goes down to the 17. That's a six-yard gain by Luby, and he paid for it. And a minute 24 to go. Panthers getting, getting back to the line of scrimmage pretty quick. Second and four for Elder at the Wildcats 17. Buck 15 to go. Luby picking his way through traffic. Gets to the 15-yard line. It'll be third down and two. And we have a whistle and a timeout taken by Elder. 109 to go in the first half. Panthers trying to tie the game going into halftime. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're life pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Welcome back to Pickwell High School along with Phil the Throw Bengal. I'm John Kirtley on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. 
around the world on ehsports.com and on your radio, 7.40 a.m., 89.5 FM. And the Elder Panthers in the state semifinal with 109 to go in the second quarter have a third down and two at the Springfield Wildcat 15-yard line. 14-7, the Wildcats over the Panthers, but the Panthers trying to tie the score going into halftime. They get the second-half kickoff. Senior quarterback Matthew Luby takes a snap. Cooper Johnson up the middle looking for first down yardage. He is stacked up and hog-tied and thrown backwards, although all the way back to the 22-yard line. Forward progress marked at the 15. No gain. It's fourth and two. And the clock is still running, getting down about 50 seconds, so Alder's going to go for it here on fourth. Uh, I don't think they're going to bring Sam Harmeyer in a kick, but they're taking a little bit of time uh, to get this one in. Indeed. Doug Ramsey will eschew the Sam Harmeyer field goal attempt and go for it on fourth and two from the Wildcat 15, trailing 14-7. Matthew Luby in the gun, back to throw. Quick throw. It's caught by Royer at the 10. First down, Panthers. And Elder's going to go. Elder's going to, because the clock's going to stop when they move the sticks. So Elder's going to go ahead and, and run a play here and save that timeout. First down and 10, Elder. 25 seconds to go in the half. Luby to throw. All day to throw. Wide open on the far side and blown up, but catching the ball at the six-yard line, I believe, on that far side was Marco Sabato with a courageous reception. Timeout, Elder with 18 seconds to go after a three-yard completion. Yeah, wide open over there, kind of getting out by the numbers. Springfield did a good job, quick closing speed. They're actually going to mark this ball at about the seven, so not a huge gain for the Panthers on that one, uh, about three yards. But Elder's 18 seconds. They used their one timeout, so you got to think, you know, they got at least time to take one or one or two shots. Uh, to the end zone here before any sort of, you know, real time concern comes in. I look to them to maybe see if they can uh, use Joe Royer to their advantage and run a route that causes Springfield to get some double coverage, which might free up Volmer or Postal or Sabato. 18 seconds to go in the second quarter. Springfield leads Elder 14-7. The Panthers, after converting a fourth down and two from the 15, now have a second down and goal from the Wildcats 7. They have no timeouts left. Before that completion, the last two completions, the fourth down throw to Royer and that last throw to Sabato, tough sledding for Matthew Luby who had been picked off and thrown an incompletion on his prior two attempts. The Wildcat faithful on their feet trying to make things difficult on this elder offense. Second and goal from the Springfield 7. Luby Raises the right leg to put people in motion. He'll take the snap. Five-man pressure. Luby has time. Throws. End zone. Caught. Touchdown, Joe Royer. Throw it to Joe. Works for Elder with 12 seconds left. They're a PAT away from tying the game on a seven-yard leaping grab by Joe Royer. Great protection by the offensive line, Matthew Luby. Good pocket, able to sit and just make a nice play. So now Harmeyer comes out to hopefully tie this football game up with 12 seconds to go, but that's exactly what we talked about. You know, let Joe Royer go make a play, and if they're going to double cover him, he's probably going to be able to catch football. What a bounce back by Elder after giving up the lead and then letting Springfield get the ball back. Ben Dieters with the interception returns it near midfield, and on a fourth and two play, Joe Royer with a five-yard catch, and there on a second down and seven, Royer completes the scoring drive 
which hopefully ends in a Sam Hauermeyer PAT to tie the game. And it does with 12 seconds left. We're all square at 14 in this dramatic Division I state semifinal. Back with the final 12 seconds of the first half after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We're proud to support elder football and just as proud to provide outstanding orthopedic care to all Panther athletes and their friends and families throughout the West Side. If you have an injury, we can help. For your sports medicine needs from the simple to the complex, we're at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. It's a nine-play, 54-yard game-tying scoring drive for the Elder Panthers. Joe Royer with a five-yard TD grab from senior quarterback Matthew Luby, along with Phil the Throw Bengal. I'm John Kirtley on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. Live on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on ehsports.com. This Division I state semifinal living up to its hype. It's 14-all, 12 seconds to go in the first half as the Panthers run the two-minute drill to perfection. Sam Harmeyer will boot it away for Elder and hopefully no dramatics here on this kickoff. It'll be returned. Coming to the near side, I believe, that is Larry Stevens. And Stevens has room down the sideline. Larry Stevens at the 40 of Elder and out of bounds at the 32-yard line with two seconds left. Again, it's just coverage, just not staying in your outside wow. lanes. You get a guy to the front, and everybody kind of starts getting a little loose. And it developed a nice run in, a nice run by Springfield down the side. Sam Harmeyer also doubles, you know, as a little bit of a linebacker. So he did a good job pursuing the ball. But, man, heck of a return. The best outer has got going for him, though, here is there's only two seconds to go. So get a big stop. Don't let them catch the ball behind you. It'll be a Hail Mary, but what an almost disastrous end of the half as the Sam Harmeyer low-line drive picked off in the air by Larry Stevens at the 20. Kind of rope-a-dope the elder return team into thinking he was going to go down or go to a knee. Nope, turned on the Jets and runs it all the way back to the elder 34. Last play of the half, absent a penalty. Tayshawn Smoot, and there is a penalty. The clock has run out in a false start on Springfield. Yeah, it's it's going to be same same offense lineman again on the outside. Same guy. He's just he's getting he's really coming up quick. It's almost like he knows he's getting a pass rush from Connor Keys. So they, it's gone, and you can see it every time it happens. He's looking back at his quarterback, like what was the count and whatever. So I mean, that's that's not what you want. Backs him up a little bit. Clock will be reset to two seconds, and Elder's got to do it again. Yeah, usually the half ends on an offensive penalty, but the exception of that rule is a pre-snap penalty, unless the clock is running, which it was not. So this would be the last play of the first half. The elder offense trying to avoid a calamitous end here after getting the tying score, but a long kickoff return gives Tayshawn Smoot time for a Hail Mary. He will chuck it deep, and this one is going to be intercepted, and with some room to return it at the 15, and running down to the 20-yard line, for Elder was Colton Sandus. So Sandus with the interception. Now we have a late penalty flag and some unsportsmanlike conduct coming up. Actually, I believe it was Javarius Richardson on the pick. He picked it off at the goal line, ran it back to the 20. I think I saw a helmet fly off. It was Sandus who intercepted for Elder. 
Yeah, and we're going to see what happens because afterwards you got a guy, he gets hit, he gets tackled. You got Springfield guys kind of jumping in on a pile, other guys jumping in on a pile. A couple flags go in, so we'll see how this is marked. I mean, nothing's happening here. The clock's out. This is going to be all assessed on a kickoff, uh, depending on who it's on. We're going to move from there because this is not going to be. Uh, this is after the interception, so we'll just have to see what they're going to mark this one here. This will be the. It is the third takeaway of the first half of the elder. Defense. It is unsportsmanlike conduct on Springfield. Sorry for the delayed silence here, folks, as we're trying to understand what was called, and I believe it's an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Springfield that will be enforced on the second half kickoff. That is not an insignificant penalty as the Panthers receive that kickoff, so they should have great field position, but a Exciting first half has come to an end here in Piqua. Elder and Springfield have played to a first half draw, 14 apiece. And the two teams vying for a trip to the state championship game will come back for the second half all square. Coming up next, it's the halftime show here on the Prep Sports Radio Network with Mark Bengel and Steve Bengel. Coming up next on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. For a sharp team look, work or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. Check here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a 1750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. And your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand. From comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program. And we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428, and brozartpharmacy.com. I'm Father Chet Artishevitz of the Glen Mary Home Missioners, and thank you so much for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time for the Coldwell Banker West Shell Realty Halftime Report. Now, let's go back and break down all the first-half action and get you updated on other scores in the area. Once again, here's Steve Bengel, Tom Kennedy, and Mark Bengel. 
And we're back at Piqua, Ohio at uh, Alexander Stadium, uh, a beautiful facility for football, a nice chilly cold night here, guys, and and uh, it is locked up 14-14. Reminds me a lot of last week's game for some reason. Uh, uh, both teams uh, get in clicks of rhythm, uh, uh, unbelievable, then uh, the momentum changes on, on a dime and it, it, it's very reminiscent of last week. It, it is, and, and you know, Elder Panthers, they, they got the ball, drove straight downfield, uh, got to the, the you know, two yard, the half yard line and, and just could not get it in, tried to run the ball three times um, and, and uh, you know, the, 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 the Piqua defense that, that we talked about, or not Piqua defense, the Springfield defense were in Piqua. Yeah. So, uh, is everything that, that the, the stats show. I mean, they're averaging 9.6 points a game and uh, really tough goal line stand. They're, they're uh, playing Elder very tough right now. Um, they're getting into uh, rare territory. They, they've let 17 points go against Northmont, uh, 20 against uh, Trotwood Madison, and 28 against Centerville, and that's the most anybody scored on them. They won all those games, but uh, there's not very many games that they, they've uh, let people score over 14 points. Yeah, the, the, the athleticism and skill level of Springfield is all over the field. And their, uh, Tayshawn Smoot, the, the sophomore quarterback, uh, he's making good decisions out there. He is. He, he's, he's a very talented ball player. Uh, two more years of him. I can't imagine what he's going to be like the next two years. Yeah. Well, first, before we go any further, and before I forget, i got to give a little shout-out way out in Ripley, Ohio, uh, uh, my brother-in-law, Father Jamie Weber, uh, pastor at o- uh, in Oakley at the St. Cecilia's Church out there. His little cabin, he's got a whole bunch of family members who are listening to the game around a nice, huge bonfire. Put a picture of it on Prep Sports Radio Network Facebook page of them. And there's a, quite a few Bomber uh, alum out there, too, uh, David Weber. Uh, and it looked like Eric Weber, and it looked like Brian Weber. i trying to look at all those, so uh, so. Thanks for listening, guys. Join uh, the GCL Pratt out I there. hope they're staying warm out there, Steve. Uh, let's look around in the area. There's uh, a, a lot of other scores uh, that are of interest. Of course, who this team will play it will be the winner of the Pickerington Central mentor game, and we have a score of that one. Right now at half, Pickerington Central is up 21-14 to 14 over mentor. Um, they, that game that was uh, they Pickerington Central went up seven to nothing. Mentor tied it. It's been back and forth and back and forth. And right now, um, it's Pickerington Central served and, and uh, Mentor. This is games at the half, so uh, I'm not sure who gets the ball after the half. But uh, Pickerington Central right now at the half over Mentor, uh, twenty-one to, to fourteen. Dropping down to Division Two, uh, LaSalle Lancers uh, playing Toledo Central Catholic in that game right now is at the half as well, 21 to 14. LaSalle leads uh, Toledo Central Catholic right now, and uh, LaSalle jumped out in that one, uh, and, and Toledo Central Catholic is crawl, crawling back into this game. Maslin, Washington, and Avon, LaSalle, if they win, would play the winner of this game in Division Two. Maslin, Washington, right now, 13 and 0 coming into this game is up. 21 to 10 against another 13 and 0 team from Avon. So that game at the half as well. Division three, Mansfield seniors losing to Aurora right now, 14 to 7, and Trotwood Madison is over 
Columbus Bishop Hartley, 17 to nothing. Division six action out there. Anna is over Mechanicsburg, 14 to six, and uh, New Middletown Springfield uh, is uh, up on Howard East Knox, 14 to seven at the half. In Kentucky, Mayfield over Beechwood right now, 14 to nothing, and they're calling this one a final. So seems like it's a little bit early, but uh, Covington Catholic, uh, 28 to nothing over the Bowling Green Purples. So Covington Catholic on to uh, defend themselves in the state championship game and take what they think was robbed from them last year. Our John Kirtley uh, was talking about all his his friends that he, well, he lives in northern Kentucky and a lot of people the big Cub Cat fans around there. The state semifinal game playing at home for, for Kevin yeah, and Catholic. Nice, How, nice, nice of them to do that. I, I was talking to a relative. My in-laws are all from northern Kentucky and they said that, that, that people in northern Kentucky have complained so long about having to go downstate that they're finally giving them one and bringing it back up here. But uh, <laughs> they have to travel to Lexington next week. So. Hell, hell, well, that's that's yeah. not too far to no, go. That's not too bad. What's halftime here? 14 and 14 locked up. Oh, you got some more scores here, Steve? Uh, that's all the scores I got right gonna, now. Those are all, all the games are at the half, and the, yeah, 14 14 here. All right, this is the Colwell Banker West Shell halftime report. We'll come back and look at the keys to the second half right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too, 513-353-2230, or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event, $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander, lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. I'm Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. And while I'm proud to provide orthopedic sports medicine care to the Elder Panther athletes, I want to remind all our listeners that Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine is available for youth and recreational athletes as well. If you or your loved one has an injury that's affecting your active lifestyle, we can help you get back in the game. We are conveniently located at 6045 Bridgetown Road, 347-9999, and on the web at mercy.com. I am Father Kyle Schnippel. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. And we're at Chile, Alexander Field in Pickle, Ohio. It's, uh, I know, dropping a little below freezing. I checked my phone, and it's down to 30 here. And uh, But zero wins, so that's that's perfect. We, we can handle a little chilly weather this time in November, Steve. But uh, let's look at the second half here. And uh, obviously locked up 14-14. Both, both teams have not played a perfect first half. And uh, uh, I think both teams are feeling each other out and trying to figure out what what to do what to block and what to protect against 
but it's been uh, an exciting first half of action. Well, in the pregame interview uh, with, with uh, John Kirtley, uh, Doug Ramsey said that, that you just don't know what to expect out of this team because you have no common opponents. You really don't have anything to, 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 to wait on. So I think you're right, Mark. They, they are, you know, trying to feel each other out. And, and you talked about, you know, momentum and, and uh, just it's kind of a fickle thing in this game. It's like it's – it goes back and forth and back and forth, and nobody's really picking up momentum. When you think one team's on a roll, something will happen. So the second half, I think, is going to be interesting. And Elder's been in several games like this where they, they, they've been, really had to pick it up in the second half, and they've been able to do that. You know, whether they can do that or not tonight, they, you know, Springfield has a shutdown defense, and uh, they're just all over the field looking really, t- you know, impressive. So I just... Uh, It'll yeah. be interesting to see what, what goes on in the second half. You know, Steve, and, and you feel the loss of Drew Ramsey. It, it's it's noticeable. You, you can kind of sense that things just aren't the same, but things right. seem to be working their way out. Yeah, they're working their way out, but I think that first goal line stand uh, would have been different if, if Drew would have been in the game because of several things we've seen him do around the goal line, including throwing passes to the quarterback. Uh, so... You know, a lot of options there that they, they don't have at their fingertips at this point. We talked in the pregame that obviously looking at the films and looking at the stats that Springfield knows if they want to win this game is to stop, obviously, Matthew Luby, and they've really, really tried to bottle him up. We don't have the official stats. They don't have that print out here. Uh, we haven't received that yet, but uh, uh, they have, I think, done a good job of trying to contain him as well as they can. They've contained him very well. Him and Joe Royer, I think Royer might have had one catch, maybe two, um, the, the touchdown, but other than that, and they're, they're trying to get the ball to him once, uh, one other time, so uh, you know, not a lot of balls getting thrown his way. I think that's got to change in the second half, and we've, we've seen those adjustments being made, and, and uh, Evan Vollmer's having a, a good half uh, run, you know, catching and running the ball, so or had a good half. So we'll just, you know, see see where it's at. But, you know, Springfield, I, I think if they come out in the second half and pretty much do what they've done in, in this game, I, I think you know, they, they don't have to make a whole lot of adjustments. Uh, they, they, they've got everybody where they want. Larry Stevens, he, he's really quick receiver, Toledo bound. Uh, so yeah, yeah, and uh, Elder Deferred will receive in the to begin the, the second half. But let's talk a little bit about the keys uh, in the second half for Springfield and uh, this game knotted up and how they can get out with a win. I, I think a key to Springfield, one of the things that they were doing in, in the first half that, that uh, was, I thought was very noticeable, at least to me, is uh, they were using the play cal- play clocks and they, the, the, the best way to defend the elder defense besides having their defense out there is to not have the elder defense on or elder offense on the field and they were doing they were burning as much clock as they could between the plays so you know i, I think that that is something that they need to continue to do they need to keep get some balance on, on offense and, and get elder some some three and outs and get them thinking and get elder elder into a panic mode yeah i, I know looking on the other side of the ball uh i i think that the Elder Panthers, in my, from watching the, the key interception uh, at the uh, towards the end of the second quarter, and, and be able to take turn it around downfield and score was just critical to tie this game up. You could kind of see uh, a swagger in her step, a little momentum. Uh, they, I think, they really, really, really know Springfield is a very dangerous team. They have great. You know, 
big play strike ability at any time. So they really, really have to stay on their uh, on the defense and, and uh, be wary of that. But uh, you know, looking at uh, the Matthew Luby, Royer, I, I think you're going to see those guys. Well, you know, get we talked uh, back on track. All the unknowns are gone at this point. So everything that they didn't know, they didn't know how they were going to react. They didn't know what Springfield was going to be bringing. It's all changed. They, they, they know exactly what, what they're going to be doing. So now it's just a matter of, of doing what they know how to do, playing good football, playing solid football. Um, they've been in shootout situations where, where they've had to, uh, you know, had to score 50, 60 points, they've been able to do that. So they just need to get the offense on track. And I'll say it out loud this week, what I was thinking last week is, you know, they're not going to, you know, Elder's offense is going to show up at some point. And uh, 14 points is not Elder's offense. Steve, uh, we talked about it on a drive up. These opportunities are far and few in between. It's been uh, since 2008 that Elder has gotten past this level. Uh, you know, uh, so you're, you're talking about 11 years of time that has passed, and, and it, you know, it, it's a difficult thing. I think it is not uh, missing in, in, in the Elder players. They know there's a lot, and, and I think both teams are a little tentative, and, and the nerves, you can kind of feel it out there, but there's a big opportunity. Both these teams want to make it to Canton next Friday night. And you were making the point the 2002-2003 teams, the state championship teams, to us, Aren't, aren't that long ago to these guys they were one and two years old uh, yeah. you know when when that occurred so you know it, it, it is ancient history in, in a lot of ways so yeah uh, you know it's like the, the, they're revitalizing the program bringing it up and even the the, the 2008 team that's you know a yeah, long time ago talking to craig james before the game and uh, as he was standing out of the locker room and he was just we were talking about that he said look i i can vividly remember little jacob uh running around uh, two years old up and down the locker rooms that year uh and now here he is uh, a big lineman and uh course going to Ohio State so you know it seems like it was just yesterday for us for them these guys it was ancient history and they know I mean the timing how you get out of the uh, out of the region and, and massing together the right players and the combinations and the defense and offense they have it right now I think they sense it and uh, I, I think there's going to be a a renewed sense of uh, uh, urgency coming in here in the second half and Mark you know I, I know that that you know you've taught all, all your kids how to drive. I had kid, seven. I had four. Um, yeah, you, you get the kids out there, um, you know, teach them what what to do, what not to do. And, and one of the things I always would tell them is you're only part of the equation. How good you are of a driver, you got to watch out for everybody else. So how good you are of a team, everything has to line up with how good or, or how skilled or unskilled the, the, your opponents are. So that's, you know, for everything to, to, to fall into place, you have to be at the right place at the right time to get everything to, to, to roll your way. So how good you are is only part of the equation. Well, we just want to give a shout-out before we have to turn things back over for the second-half call with John Kirtley and Phil the Thrill Bangle uh, to Len Harvey, who is, I'm sure, listening uh, up in New Jersey. He, he uh, is having a wonderful, hopefully, 
I think you were saying on Friday night they do Chinese food and uh, uh, sipping a little uh, wine and uh, a little uh, family time playing cards and all that. So, Len, hope you're having a great time up in New Jersey. And, of course, Tom Kennedy spending a little family time. We miss you here. Uh, it's, 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 it's that third wheel when it's gone, it, 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 it just doesn't feel right. That's right. Tom, we miss you. Yeah, so hopefully we'll we'll get everybody back next week. And so, Tom, uh, watch out for the hidden yards. That's that's Tom Tom's <laughs> big key for the game all the time, which is correct. Hidden yards. Well, both teams are coming back on the field right now. The Elder Panther Band is making an exit, so the second half action will be right behind us with John Kirtley and Phil the Thrill. You're listening to the Coldwell Banker West Show halftime report. We'll be back right after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years, but that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service, and with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell indoor gas fireplaces and accessories as well. Wardway Fuels is located at Glenway and Bridgetown Roads. Their number is 574-0061. Wardway Fuels, 574-0061. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last-minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional, friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. When you're in an auto accident and your insurance company insists you take your car to a cheap, no-name facility, do you think they're looking out for you or for them? It is your right to take your car to the place of your choice, so demand Jim Collins Auto Body. Accidents happen, and Jim Collins understands you want your vehicle back to pre-accident condition with no excuses. For over 40 years, Jim Collins' attention to detail, his commitment to quality, and a job that's always guaranteed has given his customers peace of mind. Jim Collins Auto Body on Glenway Avenue near Best Buy, 922-6336. I want to challenge those Elder Panther fans that have enjoyed the games. Take some of that money that you would spend at a discretionary pledge it to Sacred Heart Radio. It is such a great blessing to have. We would really appreciate it. Elder fans, to pledge now, visit sacredheartradio.com. Welcome back to Pickwell High School for the Ohio High School Athletic Association Division I State Semifinal. The Elder Panthers and the Springfield Wildcats have played to a 14-all draw in the first half. The two teams out of the locker rooms and going through their warm-ups for what should be a dramatic second half as both of these teams leaving it all on the field to try to advance to Canton for the state championship game. Of course, for Elder, that would be their fourth appearance in the Doug Ramsey era, the fourth in school history. And they will do so, they will try to do so with a tie game at the half, a position that Elder is not unfamiliar with, having to rally for second-half wins over St. Xavier and Coleraine in their last two playoff games. And we will see if Elder has another comeback victory up its sleeve. It was a very exciting first half. The The Panthers drew first blood on a touchdown pass. Matthew Luby to Evan Vollmer. Seven yards made it 7 to nothing. but Springfield tied the game at 7, took the lead at 14-7 to seven on touchdown passes by Tayshawn Smoot. The last score, though, was Elder with 12 seconds left. Matthew Luby hitting Joe Royer. From the five-yard line, a Sam Harmeyer PAT tied the game, and that is how we landed at 14-all. 
Some of these notable statistics for the first half. Total yardage in favor of Elder, but only slightly, 196 to 185. A very efficient and productive first half for senior quarterback Matthew Luby, who is 12 of 17 for 127 yards. And the aforementioned two touchdown passes, he did have one blemish, which was an interception. He also ran the ball 49 yards on 13 carries, so the Springfield Wildcat defense doing a good job keeping Luby in check, who came in averaging eight yards per carry and currently averaging less than half of that. They also got rushing yardage from Cooper Johnson, 20 yards on three carries, and also from Joseph Catania, one carry for one yard. It was a big first half for Evan Vollmer, and we wait to check on his health as Vollmer, the five foot nine, one hundred seventy pound senior, had eight receptions for one hundred and one yards. But on his final reception in the second quarter, he went down with an apparent knee injury, and we are checking the status of Vollmer for the second half. That would be very, very difficult if Vollmer were to miss the second half after what he produced in the first half: eight receptions, one hundred one yard, and a fifty-five yard grab. Included Joe Royer, only three catches, but he made him count. A fourth down grab of five yards on fourth and two, and then the touchdown reception of five yards for Joe Royer. And Sabato also with one grab for one yard. On the Springfield side, Tayshawn Smoot, 6 of 14, 93 yards, two touchdowns. And I think the big statistic as we welcome Phil Bengal back up to the booth, that's really driving, I think, the narrative for the second half is the three interceptions by Tayshawn Smootville. Elder winning the turnover battle 3-1 to one in that first half. It, statistically, that gives you you know, an advantage. So we'll see if Elder can duplicate that here in the second half. At the end of the first half, an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty on Springfield. It actually was on Elder, was it not, Phil? Yeah, it was on Elder. It was a, they called a offensive pass interference. That was then waved off, and then the great return that takes us to the end of the half then gets negated for Elder. Too much emotion, too much talking, running your mouth when it doesn't matter. So now you basically put your team in a, in a spot to where now you're worried about an onside kick. You're making sure you got to get this football. Uh, you know, you hoped you were just going to go into the half and just get a normal situation. So Elder here has to come up big. you got to figure. But this one's going to the end zone, and Elder's going to have to go yeah. 80 yards. 15-yard penalty makes the kickoff the Elder side of the field, the 45-yard line. So approaching the ball to kick it and kicking a squib kick to the 8-yard line and picked up on the run and running it back to the 22-yard line, and that's where Elder will put it in play to start this second half. That was, I believe, Nicholas, excuse me, that was Thayman on the return. Marco Sabato on the return for Elder, a squib kick by place kicker Cole Yost for Springfield. So the Elder Panthers take over on the first possession of the second half, first and ten at their own 20-yard line. And so Marco Sabato back there taking kicks right now because of the injured Drew Ramsey. And we definitely see two on offense where Drew Ramsey, you know, fits in, and it's kind of like Elder's playing a little tentative. Good news for Elder, Evan Vollmer in the lineup to start this third quarter. And it's Matthew Luby keeping himself, faking the pitch play. And he is stacked up at the 25, a five-yard jaunt for Luby, but a penalty flag flies, Phil. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to call. I, I mean, it's in the area of holding on the defense. Wow. They call holding on the defense. Or defensive holding penalty on a running play. 
So that will add 10 yards to the end of that run and push the ball out to the 35-yard line. So you're going to say that's some pretty good eyes because there, there were about, of the 22 guys out there on a football field, I think 19 of them were in that pile. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a good. those are good eyes on that call. Press box nice. on the Springfield side of the field, and you could probably hear their collective opinion about that call. So the Panthers with a 15-yard gain on the first play of the second half. First down and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Tied at 14. Matthew Luby in the pistol formation. Fakes the handoff. Quick throw to the near side. Penalty flag again. It's caught, though, on the near side by Elder's Dakota Postal. And this one's going against Elder. Yeah, illegal man downfield. I'm not quite sure what the heck Elder's offensive line was doing there on that play. It's a quick pass, but you had one offensive lineman who was actually that uh, the flag was thrown. You know, line of scrimmage is about the 35. I think he had an offensive lineman almost at about the yeah, 41. So I'm not 100% sure what there because it looked like a designed pass. So Elder gets the defensive penalty. You move the ball up, and then right away you move it back. Nothing sticks out in a football game like an offensive lineman way downfield. I mean, it just doesn't look right when you see it 50 or 60 or 70. Now I'm trying to understand. They just also, I think they called illegal touching on Dakota Post on that, that he shouldn't have been able to touch that football. So Elder's going to lose it down. Hmm. I think Elder's going to lose it down here as well on this. So we're at second and 15. That is bizarre. Unfortunately, unlike college or the pros, we don't get great explanations. But the bottom line is Elder's penalty last five yards and loses a down. It's second and 15 for Elder at the 30-yard line. 11-15 to go third quarter. We're tied at 14. Matthew Luby in the shotgun. He'll put a man in motion. Luby to throw. Has all day to throw. Now flush from the pocket. Really didn't need to do that. And will run out of bounds to the 32-yard line. Had Joseph Catania in the flat. Didn't pull the trigger. Ran it for two yards. It's third and 13. And just, again, it goes back into the first half. Without that big running game there with, with Cooper Johnson picking up some big yards and Matthew Luby being successful, it's easy for Springfield to just go guard. And you know they're going to throw two on Royer and they're going to guard Volmer. So it's making it very difficult for Matthew Luby to find open receivers, but they're doing a good job of spying him too, so he can't run. All right, third and 13 for Elder from their own 32. Luby from the... Far hash mark. Elder moves right to left. Luby has time. Now he'll run it himself. 35, 40. Pump fakes looking for the first down, but comes up short. They'll mark him out at the 41-yard line. It's a nine-yard gain. Brings up fourth and four. So Luby runs it for 11 yards, and here comes the punting unit for Elder. Not what you wanted after, you know, getting a, getting a stop. At the end of the, the, the first half, you get the football back, and you can't move the football at all. And now you got to get your defense out there and, and let them get one back for you. Tommy Thayman will boot it away, and he punts it a line drive to the dangerous James Wood. He has it on the run to the 35, down to the 35, to the 37-yard. Fumbles the football. Elder says they have it. No s- signal yet. What is the call? Elder has it. The fourth takeaway of the game. Wow. And that was all the way across the field from us. David Larkins and Colton Sanders, I think, were in on that. So James Wood fighting for extra yards. Yards costs it up. And the Panthers 
will have first and ten at the Wildcat 37, perhaps a turning point. The fourth turnover for Springfield. Yeah, I mean, really, just like you said, that's huge. That's a turning point. I mean, this was they Springfield gets Elder off the field, and they're just right back to it. 10.37 to go third quarter. We're tied at 14. Luby will hand to Cooper Johnson through an arm tackle, still with room, and Johnson to the 32. It's a gain of six. And was able to break that first tackle. You know, the Panthers doing a pretty good job up front getting in some blocks but the other thing is just looking is it's just kind of getting you know there's like a a few extra shoves and things like that after every play by both teams and in a game like this 14 14 tied you know we just saw elder have that at the end of the half you don't want to put yourself in a bad spot by getting a, a meaningless penalty johnson continues his productive day four carries 25 yards Five-yard gain there makes it second and five from the 32. Luby on a quarterback draw into the pile. Nose for the first down. Comes up a yard shy, I believe. It's a gain of four. Brings up a third and one. Phil Bengal, John Kirtley with you from the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week live on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on ehsports.com. Emanating from Piqua High School, 8,200 seat capacity, this beautiful facility about 30 miles north of Dayton. Third and one for Elder at the Wildcat 29, 9.15 to go third quarter. We're tied at 14, Luby hands, Johnson squirts through the hole, bounces it outside, first down and more to the Wildcat 20. It's a gain of nine for Cooper Johnson. Man, Cooper Johnson is just running like a man on a mission. He gets out there. You know, he's always moving. He's very crafty, but he's just not going down with little arm tackles. So right now, Cooper Johnson might be the key to opening up Elder's passing game because he's getting the running game started. Phil, you made a great point towards the end of that first half, which was a lack of a running game was really hampering Elder's passing game. Perhaps Johnson is the tonic for that. He'll take a draw play up the gut, and with another crease to the 15-yard line, Cooper Johnson picks up five. 8.45 clock churns here, third quarter. Springfield and Elder in the final four are tied at 14. The drama builds here at Pickwell High School. Cooper Johnson, Christian McCaffrey a little bit, just kind of shorter than the offensive line, hiding behind them and finding little creases and crevices. Second and five for the Panthers from the Springfield 15, Luby. Raises the leg, puts people in motion. He'll roll right. He'll throw out of the backfield. That is caught, but for a very short game, hard hit was Joseph Catania down to the 13-yard line. He was taken out at the knees after a gain of two. Yeah, the closing speed of this defense is very good. I mean, that play looked like it was going to be a quick hitter. You're going to get it to get it over there to uh, Joseph Catania, and he's going to be able to pick up some yards, but just not able to get anything. And I think we got. Uh, Officials timeout here. They're just making guys come off the field because they want to just equipment stuff. Uh, I think they're working on here. I mean, you, you get that all the time. Uh, so that's why we got a little bit of delay here for the Panthers, but a big third down. It's a two-yard gain for Catania on the reception from Luby. Makes it third and three from the Wildcat 13. Panthers looking for the go-ahead score. Luby with the snap. Four-man rush. Clean pocket. Throws short to Royer. Nope, that was Vollmer. Incomplete, it's fourth down. Let's see what Sam Harmeyer, if Sam Harmeyer is given the opportunity to give the Panthers a lead. Yeah, we're, you know, with Sam, we're hitting, you know, in the mid 30s, kind of, and I think the Panthers are going to come out and kick here. 
So Sam Harmeyer can be kicking from the right hash. Uh, in, in on, you know, this is within his range. It's just a little bit tough with it not being straight on. So we're going to, you know, Nathan yep. Evans, the long snapper, Tommy Thamen, the holder, and Harmeyer here, hopefully to give the Panthers a, a, a go-ahead. All right, this will give Elder a three-point lead, a 30-yard field goal t- attempt from the right hash mark. Harmeyer approaches the ball. Good snap, good hold, nice kick, and it is good. Sam Harmeyer with 7.42 to go gives Elder a 17-14 lead after the Panthers recover a muffed punt. So the Panthers take the lead midway through the third quarter. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. La Rosa's proudly supports high school sports. Whether you're fueling up before the game or celebrating afterwards, La Rosa's for great pizza, wings, hoagies, and more. Dine in or 513-347-1111 for pickup. Or we'll deliver wherever you are within our delivery area. Order online or La Rosa's new mobile ordering at LaRosa's.com. Portions of tonight's game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati. They offer wealth management planning for clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster is a certified financial planner with Morgan Stanley. You can reach him at 513-562-8304. Sam Harmeyer, who's been kicking for Elder since the dawn of time, gives the Panthers a 30-yard field goal and the lead with 7.42 to go third quarter. 17-14, Elder over Springfield in this state playoff semifinal. The winner goes to the state championship game next Saturday in Canton. Harmeyer with the kickoff. These have been an adventure for Elder all night long. This will be Jeff Tolliver at the 12-yard line, cutting it to the middle. He's got room. Look out at the 30. 35 breaks a tackle and goes down at the 35-yard line. So the Wildcats continue to do damage on kickoff returns. And Tayshawn Smoot will hit the field for the first time in this second half. Of course, Elder was forced to punt on the half's first offensive possession, but a fumbled punt gave Elder new life that Harmeyer exploited with the field goal. So this is the first time the Wildcat offense has been on the field. Tayshawn Smoot in the first half, 6 of 14, 93 yards, but very damaging three interceptions in that first half. Of course, one of them was a Hail Mary at the end. Nonetheless, three turnovers from the sophomore quarterback. Two receivers to the right. Tolliver and Smoot in the backfield. It's Tolliver off left tackle, and he is stacked up and dropped for a loss of four. Great job by the elder defense as they are starting to smoke out that sweep to the left, Phil. Yeah, and it's just you're able to kind of see it. They bring up many on the left side. They bring an extra blocker over there, and then a host of Panthers able to just kind of break through and not let them set that edge and really blow it up before they get to the side. Now, what has been the problem, though, for the Panthers is consistently doing that because they've made stops, but at times they let them pick up six or eight, which then makes it a, a tough passing down. Second and 13, a loss of three officially for Tolliver. The Wildcats put it in play from their own 32 from the left hash mark. A sprint to the right. Smoot throws over the middle and into traffic. He has first down yardage all the way out to the 48. What a throw. What a catch by Smoot to James Wood for a gain of 16. Great, great throw threading the needle through there. I mean, they just kind of ran 
you know, route that caused Elder's defensive backs to have to switch and who they were covering. In just that small moment, he's able to find that lane and get the football in. Great throw by Smoot. First and ten from the 48. Smoot with his brother to the left. And to the right, Jeff Tolliver, quick throw near sideline. That's caught. Larry Stevens first down, or no, short of the first down, but into Elder territory at the 47. It's a gain of five. Yeah, Ben Dieters forces him out on the play a little, little slow yep. getting back. And, I mean, if you've got a little hitch in your giddy up, oh boy. you know, I mean, that, that might be you might need a fresh body out there on the side. Because if not, that one-on-one coverage, you know, coming down with Stevens is not good if you're already a step behind. But Ben Dieters with a huge interception in the first half, turning away a scoring opportunity for Springfield. It's second and five for the Wildcats at the Panther 47. Smoot to throw, same play. They go right back to Dieters, and it's caught. Same result, another five-yard gain and a first down. Stevens beats Dieters, and Phil, you wonder if that coaching staff doesn't notice Dieters' gippy ankle. Yeah, I mean, you go back at him, and the same thing is, Dieters is backpedaling. He's just running a little five-yard stop route, just running ahead, stopping Dieters backpedaling. He's catching a ball, so it's just five yards, five yards, five yards. I mean, he could chunk it down the field. 6.08 to go third quarter. Elder leads 17-14, a quarter and a half away from a berth in the state championship game. First and ten for Springfield at the Panther 42. It's Tavion Smoot. He'll get to the 40-yard line. And at 240 pounds, he cannot be very attractive when you get him in your sights, Phil, yeah. if you're on defense. And yeah, Nicholas Paff and Brady Buller come off of that part of the uh, the pile. But, yeah, you're just going to have to get your pads down and, and hit and just hold on and hope guys come and help you clean it up. I mean, that's not a guy you're going to arm tackle, but it is definitely going to be a collision. Second and eight at the 40 for Springfield. 5.25 to go. Smoot to throw. Pressure comes, flushed right, runs out of bounds. It's a sack for the elder defense. Great job first by Jack Tucker, and then finishing it up for elder from the linebacker position was Brady Buller. That Buller's able to kind of force. They just run him out. There was nothing downfield, good coverage, so now you got a third and long. It's a loss of eight. And that's great coverage for the Panthers, but they need to get it done here. We've seen too many times where Elder has been able to close the deal on third and fourth down in the first half. they got to close this one, force them off the field. They're at midfield. They probably weren't going to punt the football. They don't get a decent gain here. Loss of eight on its sack makes it third and 16 for Springfield from the Elder 48. Smooth to throw. Pressure coming again. Throws over the middle. It's caught by Larry Stevens to the elder 33. He'll be a yard shy of the first down, but what another clutch throw and catch. Smooth to Stevens sets up fourth down and short. I mean, it just just write it down. I mean, that's just what keeps happening. I mean, Panthers on these long third downs can't get themselves off the field. Springfield does a great job exploiting them downfield in one-on-ones. Jack Tucker was just about second late of, of a QB hurry. Fourth and two for Springfield from the Elder 34. They will go for it. 4.45 to go third quarter. The Panthers lead the Wildcats 17-14. Springfield on fourth and two. Will roll the dice. Tayshawn Smoot changing the play. Play clock at one. They snap it. They hand the ball to Tolliver. Breaks a tackle. He's free at the 25-yard line. First down and a rumble of 11 yards. Looked like a legal crackback block as well on Larry Stevens. He laid out an elder defender on the sideline. No penalty. I'm surprised by that. It's an 11-yard run on fourth and two. 
First down, Springfield. There's an injured Springfield player on the sideline. I'm not sure who it is. He's down, but uh, they're just... They were very close to not getting that play off at the end of it. It was about one second. They also, at the same time, there was a lot of movement on the line. So we'll see uh, this injury. I'm not sure. That was Tolliver. So Tolliver, who came up with that big run, and he took a couple big hits and dished out some punishment himself. That was a heck of a run. Earl Campbell style. I'm dating myself there. But Tolliver with an 11-yard run, but he, he paid a price. He is slow to get up on the Springfield sideline. He is their top weapon on offense, averaging 10 yards a carry. Yeah, he's just having, you know, I think he, I really think he just got the wind knocked yeah, out of him. That's what it looks like. Because he went down, if you saw, he kind of fell on his, his right shoulder uh, and, and went down. So I think he probably just got the wind knocked out of him. Again, that's 240 pounds kind of falling, you know, or I'm sorry, Tolliver. Um, He's only still, 200. I see, he's only 200, <laughs> not 240. That's still 200. I mean, awkwardly falling yeah. on that shoulder is just going to knock your breath away for a little bit. I think he'll be okay. He yep. walked up under his own power, got his helmet off. So, But now Springfield got to capitalize on it. But Elder's defense, Elder's got to do their job here. they got to get off the field or hold them to a field goal. I mean, I don't know. It, it just seems like they – Springfield has Elder's yep. number on third down. Third and fourth, it's just Elder can't get away, get anything big. Third and 16, they pick up 14 and then pick up 11 on fourth down and two. And now the, the Springfield Wildcats knocking on the door. 424 to go third quarter, down three. First and 10 at the Panther 23. They'll line up in an eye formation. It's Tavion Smoot. He goes nowhere off left tackle. When they duck under center, it's almost automatically a run. And they're... On that one, Tayshawn Smoot hand, hand the ball to his brother who picks up a yard. Wanstrott and Purdue get off the pile for the Panthers. So uh, just back to the sticks on that one. Elder does a good job making this a second and long, but they haven't really been able to capitalize on it. And we know that Springfield, the down and distance, really hasn't mattered on this drive. 17-14 Panthers, 3.50 to go third quarter. Second down and nine, play action fake and a bootleg. Smoot steps up, looking for running room. Elder strings him out. Smoot has the edge, though, gets to the 20. It'll be third down and eight. Stemler got to him first, kind of making him run out. And then eventually Connor Keyes is the one who forced him to really have to go on that, that sprint to the sideline. They're going to give him about a yard or two. So third down, we've seen Elder not have success here on this drive, and Springfield's been... I mean, they, they've been great on yep. third and fourth down. you got to believe this might be three down, four down territory for Springfield. Third and eight, head coach Maurice Douglas has shown no hesitation in rolling dice on fourth down, converting a few of them tonight. They'll empty the backfield on third and eight from the elder 20. Tayshawn Smoot puts Jeff Tolliver in motion to run the zone read. Tolliver with the head of steam, but Elder has it defended well, and bringing him down after a short game was Joey... Stemmler, and it's fourth down and six. So you're down three, and Maurice Douglas does send out his field goal kicker to try to tie the game, and it's Cole Yost. Yost, a busy man this year, the five foot nine, 145 pound sophomore kicker, has kicked 57 extra points, or attempted 57 extra points this year, and seven field goals. So he's not shy about going out there the hold will come at the 25 so this is a 35 yard field goal attempt from the kicker's left 
And the hold is good, and Yost approaches the ball, gets it away. It's long enough, and it is good. So Sam Harmeyer and Cole Yost have exchanged clutch field goals here in the third quarter, and we're all tied at 17 with 2.49 to go in the third in the state semifinal. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Elder fans, Walt Kelsey here, class of 2000 with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Introducing a Kelsey-exclusive lifetime powertrain protection from our family to yours for life. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. Go Panthers, out to Yora. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. Along with Phil the Thrill Bengal, I'm John Kirtley, the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week, live on Sacred Heart Radio on ehsports.com, emanating from Pickwell High School tonight in this state semifinal matchup, Elder and Springfield, and they have played a classic. It is 17-all with 2.49 to go, third quarter. Springfield drawing even on a 35-yard Cole Yost field goal, and now Yost will kick it off from the 40-yard line. He approaches the ball, squib kick, picked up and dropped at the 30-yard line by Elder, but getting good yardage to the 35-yard line was Dakota Postal. Boy, he turned disaster into productivity there, did Postal, and the Panthers will take the field. For over 114 years, the Red Wing Shoe Company of Red Wing, Minnesota, has crafted and distributed premium footwear for work and the outdoors. And now with the Red Wing Shoe Store's ultimate fit experience, you will receive state-of-the-art foot scanning fitting and products best suited for your work environment. Get the ultimate fit experience at one of the five Cincinnati Red Wing shoe locations, Western Hills, Florence, Eastgate, Mason, and Tri-County. Matthew Luby and the elder offense on the field moving right to left across your radio dial. He'll take the snap. He'll sprint right. They move the pocket for him. He has the sideline, throws deep sideline, and it's caught all the way down to the Springfield 41 by Joe Royer. One-on-one, and he made a play. It's a gain of 24 yards. Just reached over the top what he's done in past weeks. If it's single coverage and he can get his shoulders turned to Matthew Luby, he's able to make big-time catches down the field. So Elder really right away, instead of running that draw on first down, they just go right for it. First down Panthers at the Wildcat 41. Luby takes the snap, hands up the gut, and running it for Elder was... Joseph Catania, and he picks up six yards on first down. Yeah, so as the clock winds down to about the two-minute mark here in the third quarter, you know, this is exactly what we thought would happen between these two teams. I mean, it's good football at this point. Both teams have played very well. They're schemed against each other, and it's really just going to come down to which team is going to be able to execute coming up here in this final 14 minutes. Under two minutes to go, third quarter. We're tied at 17. Vollmer in the slot. He's got it at the 31-yard line. He gets a convoy inside the 30 as the other offensive line simply picked him up, carried him to the 27, and it's a gain of seven, first down, Panthers. Yeah, Mason Berger comes in there, too, and get, gets a few hits and a couple of guys downfield, so Elder's going to pick up that first down, but, you know, this is, I feel pretty confident right now looking at the Elder offense because, to me, it looks like they're grooving. I mean, it's just a very, uh, right now, this drive looks like business as usual. 123 to go, third quarter. We're tied at 17. First and 10 Panthers at the 28-yard line of Springfield. 
Snap to Luby. He'll roll right. And a penalty flag flies to be a hold on Elder as Luby runs into the 25-yard line. As that was Catania on the grab and two officials throw flags. So Elder's drive will be backed up 10 yards. Yeah, that was an easy one. I mean, that was one. It was just white right in the open. You know, easy. It's going to come back. It's just not smart. For the Panthers there, you're better off just going ahead and letting that thing get marked off or let Luby scramble and maybe there's sack, you know, but that's going to be, that's going to hurt the Panther success. It is a hold against Elder officially. Tonight's game brought to you by Schwar Optical. Dr. Ken Schwar of Schwar Optical can make your world look a whole lot more in focus. Good eyesight is a key to success in schoolwork or sports. If you think your vision is not what it should be, then let 1979 elder grad Dr. Ken Schwar give you a complete eye examination. That's Schwar Optical 451-0010. One ten to go third quarter. Elder and Springfield are tied at 17 in this Division I state semifinal live from Piqua High School. After the holding penalty, it's first and 25 for Elder at the Springfield 43. Matthew Luby takes the snap, back to throw, has a clean pocket. He cocks the arm. Now he'll roll right and throw in the flat. It's caught with room at the 30-25. It's a gain of 18 yards. Was that David Larkins? It was sneaking out of the backfield for a gain of 18. So sometimes David is in uh, blocking, and then if no one's if there's no one there, he can check out, and that's exactly what he did. So big pickup for the Panthers, as it looked like Springfield. They didn't rush anybody. They no. only brought about three guys, so everybody was dropped because Luby was running around. I thought it was going to be a covered sack. Thirty seconds to go, third quarter, and Larkins with a huge play there to get Elder back on schedule. Second and seven from the. Wildcat, 25-yard line. Elder moves right to left. They'll snap it from the far hash mark. Back to throw Luby. Has time. Nowhere to go with the ball again. Luby is flushed, throws it out of bounds. And Phil, looks like Springfield's just playing coverage and daring Luby to find some daylight, and he can't find any. Man, and I'll tell you what, it, it, Matthew Luby, it's uncharacteristic of him, but right now it's like he just locks in on Royer and doesn't see the rest of the field. Evan Vollmer was at the five-yard line uncovered. I mean, he had slipped in a gap because they're doubling Royer. They're not get, letting him get it. So now we're back to that where they're going to double Royer and everybody else single coverage. So got to do a better job of seeing the field. 15 seconds ago, clock stopped third quarter. Third and seven for Elder from the Springfield 25. We're tied at 17. Matthew Luby will put a man in motion. That's Vollmer. He's got three receivers to his left and one to the right. Back to throw Luby. Has a man on the slant route. Vollmer to the 20, and he's brought down there. He'll be... At, Yard or two shy of the first down. Vollmer took a shot on that slant route. And this Springfield defense makes you pay if you catch the ball in between the hash marks. And we have an official's timeout. They're going to measure this. It's actually officially the end of the third quarter, and it's officially a fourth and one for Elder from the 19. So that is how the fourth quarter will begin. One quarter to go to Canton. Elder and Springfield are tied at 17. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Safety footwear. There is hardly a job site or business that doesn't require them. 
and your local Red Wing shoe stores have them. Red Wing has the popular safety styles you demand, from comfort shoes and athletics to traditional boot styles. With five convenient locations, Red Wing can manage your company's safety shoe program, and we can bring the store to you with our mobile safety shoe truck. Contact the Red Wing store nearest you in Eastgate, Tri-County, Western Hills, Mason, Florence, and online at redwingshoes.com. I'm Father Dan Schmidtmeyer, Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Kelsey Chevrolet has opened the Tri-State's newest and largest pre-owned car superstores, selling all makes, all models, from their family to yours. For life, see Walt Kelsey or Paul Cluxton at Kelsey Chevrolet or Kelsey Pre-Owned Vehicles, Route 50 in Lawrenceburg, KelseyChev.com. Along with Phil the Throw Bengal, I'm John Kirtley. The Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week, live from the Dominic Bonavita Press Box at Piqua High School. Covering you tonight on EHSports.com and Sacred Heart Radio. One quarter to play. Springfield and Elder here in this Ohio High School Athletic Association Division I playoff state semifinal. And we're tied at 17. Adding more theatrics, Elder will start the fourth quarter with a fourth down and one at the Springfield 19-yard line. It could not be a more perfect setting for a state semifinal. Temperatures in the mid-30s and two-story programs putting on a show for this crowd in the thousands tonight at Pickwell High School. Matthew Luby, senior quarterback for Elder, who has engineered dramatic win after dramatic win this season, is going to be asked to do it again. Fourth and one for Elder from the Springfield 19. Springfield stacks the line, and now Luby wants to change the play, and a penalty flag flies. We have a false start on Elder. As Luby went to the line to change the play, somebody jumped. So fourth and one, now a fourth down and six. And Doug Ramsey might change his mind, although he has given the officials a hard time about that call. Oh, yeah, I mean, I go back to the previous one where I said that, uh, you know, they – Springfield tried to change their play. I mean, all, all five offensive linemen stood up, shifted their feet, and moved and, and whatnot. So, I mean, I think Doug's just, Doug Ramsey's just trying to just say, it's like, hey, you know, be consistent out here. That's what we're looking for. All right. We still have not run a play officially in the fourth quarter. Clock has stopped at 12-0-0. We're tied at 17, though, and Elder will have a fourth down and six, and Ramsey will go for it. Matthew Luby. We'll send four receivers to the right, one to the left. And here comes the blitz from Springfield. Luby Cox's arm throws. It's caught. First down to the 16. And it's Evan Vollmer with a leaping catch of eight yards on fourth and six. Clutch by Vollmer. It's just a big, a great, great ball. Perfect pass. Great catch by Vollmer. Gets the sticks and picks it up. So good job there for the Elder Panthers. Matthew Luby with some serious RPMs on that throw, and Evan Vollmer snatches it out of the air, leaping to grab it on fourth and six. He gains eight. First and ten, Elder now at the Springfield 16. Luby, play fake, throwing near side, complete to the ten, and out of bounds goes Dakota Postal, and he takes it to the ten, and that's a gain of six. 
The Panthers getting into, you know, the red zone kick where they're comfortable here and getting into that second down. So they pick up a first down here. They still get a fresh set with first and goal. Elder taking some time to get the play in. They'll send two substitutes to relay it into Luby. 11.32 to go fourth quarter. 17 all, Elder and Springfield. The Panthers with a second and four from the Wildcat 10-yard line. Luby empty backfield, moving left to right across your radio dial. He'll take the snap, and he'll run a quarterback draw on a counter play. He's got room. He's got the first down to the three-yard line. It'll be first and go Elder at the three. Matthew Luby took a pretty good shot there at the end of that play. I mean, this game just keeps getting more and more physical. Yes. Completely legal shot. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm not saying that, but it's just you, the hits are just coming. Yes, I mean, they you are. can see it. It's it's and it's the, these kids. They realize. I mean, you're 11 minutes and yeah. 20 seconds away from who gets to finish that drive and, and keep going north. So I mean, everything's there. The Panthers knocking on the door, looking to really change this. But we saw in the first quarter. Springfield's defense held. I mean, they, they do some good things up front. So Elder's offense has to execute on these four downs, and they need a touchdown here. First and goal to three. Springfield blitzes. They hand inside to Catania. Catania's in the end zone. Touchdown, Elder! Joseph Catania with a three-yard touchdown run, and with 10.58 to go, fourth quarter, Elder leads 23-17. Joseph Catani does a good job of doing what he does, which is he gets hit and he keeps his feet moving. He hit that line of scrimmage. He got hit. He kept moving through. So the Panthers is so important there that they came away with a touchdown and not a field goal. But even more important is Sam Harmeyer's extra point here. Harmeyer will tee it up at the 10 from Tommy Thayman, who's holding. And he gets it down and boots it through. The Panthers with a seven-point lead with 10.58 to go. 24-17 Elder back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Hi, this is Dr. Matt Bosom with Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Did you know that almost 3.5 million young people will suffer a sports medicine-related injury this year? And 50% of those injuries are considered overuse injuries from focusing too much on one activity? Remember, a long-term healthy lifestyle begins when we're young. If your youngster is limping, has swelling, or is complaining of pain, we can help get them back in the game safely. Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, 347-9999. That's 347-9999. From preventative maintenance to major repairs to your heating and cooling system, you want someone you can trust. That's Schmidt Heating and Cooling Elder Panther Football brought to you by Schmidt Heating and Cooling 531-6900. They've been family-owned and operated since 1954. They'll give you the straight answers and help you looking for a new system. Schmidt Heating and Cooling 531-6900. And the Elder Panthers on a three-yard touchdown run by Joseph Catania have taken a 24-17 lead over Springfield with 10.58 to go in regulation. So the Panthers, after Springfield ties it up on a Colio's field, well, they go onside! It's bouncing free, and it's recovered by Joe Royer at the 35 of Springfield! Doug Ramsey pulls out the bag of tricks after the go-ahead score goes on sides and comes up snake eyes. And let's talk about the kick. Unbelievable. Harmeyer's, it was a perfect bouncer. 
I mean, that's the thing. If that thing doesn't take that high hop over that last Springfield guy, they're going to recover that one. It was that's like your textbook bounce that you're trying to get. You know, it's a we say that that's a that was a Hollywood onside. Kick. It was when Sam Armeyer goes to sleep at night and dreams of an onside kick. He thinks of that one. It couldn't have come at a better time. And of course, Joe Royer in on a big play recovers. Not only recovers, stays in bounds. At the Springfield 35, so the Panthers in business, 10.58 to go. And now trying to go up two scores. Luby, draw play, handoff. It's Cooper Johnson squirting through to the 32-yard line. It's a gain of three. And this is where Elder take the advantage. You've got to get another touchdown. Put them down. I mean, even if you end up with a field goal, but you've got to get points out of this. So take care of the football, get it in the end zone, and really put Springfield in a difficult spot. We know, though, they got the horses Springfield does to score quick. They can throw the ball down the field. This is not like, you know, getting up on an option team. So you really do need that two-touchdown cushion. Second and seven for Elder from the Springfield 32. 10-23 to go in regulation. Panthers lead by seven. Snap to Luby. He pump fakes. Now he'll run it. Tripped up at the 30. Falls forward to the 28. It's a gain of four. Doug Ramsey taking a huge gamble. And boy, does it pay off. Yeah, and that looked like the beginning of the Lakota West game. Lakota West, first playoff game, first week elder. We get to kick off, and we go ahead, onside kick, get it, go down and score. And then that, that was basically, that was it from there. And, and there it goes again. You just pulled that out. You had that in your back pocket since since the first playoff game. Third down and three for Elder at the 28. It's all for not if Elder cannot convert. Back to throw Luby. Four-man rush for Springfield. Luby has all day. Throws deep middle. It's caught by Royer. Penalty flag down. Royer's down to the five-yard line. And let's see if they're going to call this offensive or defensive. I thought there was a fair amount from both, so I can't tell you which one it was until they signal. It is against Springfield. So Joe Royer... He was not open. Luby just gave him a chance to make a play. He brings it down within amongst three Springfield Wildcats for a gain of 23 yards. It's first and goal at the five. I mean, that was a big catch. I mean, guys draped on him. And like I said, there was a lot of contact. But once the defense initiated it, you know, Joe Royer was able to get some separation and makes a big play. The other thing is offensive line, James, Kendra, Berger, Beckenhop, Smith, Great pocket. Great pocket for Luby to sit in. 9.34 to go in the fourth. Elder leads by seven. Anchored by an onside kick recovery. They have a first and goal at the five. Trying to go up two scores. It would be the first two-score game for either team. And handing it off, it's Cooper Johnson. He bounces outside. He's got the pylon. Touchdown, Elder. Great job getting that edge. That edge was there. Elder just kind of bogged it up, but Cooper Johnson able to just bounce outside. He keeps his feet running, and he just gets in the end zone. Huge payoff. Momentum wearing purple. The Panthers go up 30-17 to with 9.21 to go. And now if you're Springfield, 17-17 into the third quarter, and now all of a sudden you look at the scoreboard, you are about to be down two scores. Tayshawn Smoot and company have not been on the field much at all in the second half. Owing to a fumbled punt and an onside kick recovery. Harmeyer makes it academic. It's 31-17 Panthers, a 35-yard scoring drive. Cooper Johnson punctuates it with an exclamation point. 9-21 left, Panthers by 14. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. 
Buying or selling your home is a very important decision, and your first correct decision is contacting Coldwell Banker West Shell. With outstanding agents and top-of-the-line marketing, Coldwell Banker West Shell has the tools to provide you with expert service. The professionals at Coldwell Banker West Shell will develop an effective plan to market and sell your home or assist you in acquiring your dream home. Coldwell Banker West Shell, 922-9400, on the web at cbws.com. Cooper Johnson, a five foot seven, 180-pound junior, putting his mark on the state semifinal. Preston to duty due, uh, due to a host of injuries from the running back position. He scores from the five-yard line and gives Elder its first two-score lead of the night with 9.21 to go. It's 31-17, but the play of the night was Sam Harmeyer's onside kick to set up that latest scoring drive after the Panthers scored to take a 24-17 lead. So Harmeyer will tee it up the 40-yard line. Springfield will have backs against Wall. Short kick this time by Harmeyer. It's picked up on the run by Larry Stevens. He pirouettes in the hole, goes down at the 26. So Tayshawn Smoot takes the field. He has to feel like he hasn't played in about an hour and a half. And they will need two scores to tie the game with 9.20 left. Elder's defense, this is the time. Get a big stop here. They really too. Make sure you keep your cool. Keep you know, you're not you're not down two scores. So no need to turn a you know a, a dead drive into something else because of a silly penalty on the outside or watch the ball, you know, no pass interference. Play good solid football here on this drive and force them to punt. All right. Springfield will go right to left. Tayshawn Smoot in the backfield by himself. He'll send three receivers right. Two to the left. Back to throw. Four-man rush for Elder. Smoot has time. And he'll hit a crossing route complete to the 34-yard line. Complete to James Wood, the second. And that is a gain of seven. That's Nicholas Seeger with a tackle for the Panthers right on spot. They had all the vertical routes covered, so they weren't able to throw downfield. It looks like Springfield might be trying to go quick. And so if you just look at Smoot, I mean, he's got his longest pass of the year, 71 yards, so we know he can definitely yep. you know, get underneath it. I mean, he's, he's throwing the ball a lot this year, so this is not unfamiliar territory for them. Second down and two from their own 34. Smoot takes the snap. Three-man rush for Elder. They get through, though. Deep middle throw, and it's over the head of the intended receiver. Jeff Tolliver, a lot of contact, no flag. And now a late flag. And I don't think this flag is actually going to be on Tommy Thamen. I think that this might actually be, or is this? It is pass interference against Elder. A very, very late flag. Wow. I mean, I'm not denying that he did hit his head, but... Referees starting to let a little uncertainty creep into the action here as that flat came very, very late. Ball was on the ground. Player was on the ground. Ball was rolling to the sideline, and they call it down. One thing, though, is Smoot took a huge shot from Jack Tucker. Coach Ramsey is not happy on the sideline here. He, he's kind of he's, he's hawking up and down. Yeah. I mean, he is just on these officials. Not that was a very that was a late flag. I mean, that was a very late flag. Eight and a half minutes left in the game. Elder leads 31-17 after the pass interference penalty. Springfield has a first and ten at their own 49-yard line. Moving right to left, they'll snap it from the near hash mark. Tayshawn Smoot in the gun. Elder showing blitz up the middle. Will they come? 
Yeah, yes, they do. Play fake. Smoot is flush from the pocket. He gets away. He has the corner at the 50 and out of bounds at the elder 43-yard line, looking like Lamar Jackson sprinting right and blowing by everybody on that blitz. And if Elder's going to blitz like that, they got to have a guy with contain. They lost contain, and then he gets out. If they have their end with the contain, that's a sack. You know, that's just poor execution on the ends part. And they showed blitz early enough that Smoot could anticipate it. And he picks up nine yards on the sprint into Elder territory. Line of scrimmage, the Panther 42, 8.26 to go in the football game. Elder leads by 14 points. Tayshawn Smoot in the gun. Elder with a six-man front. It's Tolliver off left guard, picking his way through traffic and through arm tackles. First down to the Elder 34. Man, he looks like he's going to take it to the house every time he gets through that first wave. Yeah, he looked like he was about to break that one because it was an arm tackle high, and then you get the Panthers coming in low. But, you know, Springfield, like we said, I mean, they, they, they can score. They can score fast. they got a lot of different weapons. Elder's defense has been just about there getting big stops. Clock rolls, 8-10 left in regulation. Elder leads 31-17. First and 10 Wildcats at the Elder 35. Tayshawn Smoot, the sophomore quarterback, directing traffic. Two receivers to either side. Jeff Tolliver in the backfield. Three-man rush for Elder. It's a quarterback run all the way, and Smoot has the sideline. Out of bounds he goes on first down. He's hit hard by Elder's Bartley Thomas but not before a gain of four on the play. Yeah, it gets that, and there's the key is, is they keep getting out of bounds. The clock keeps stopping. So, I mean, we're only at 7.52. They're doing a good job of working the sidelines. You know, in Springfield, this team it only has the one loss on the season, you know, a 16-12 to 12 loss to Fairfield. So, you know, this they, they haven't been down in many games. The, the games have not been that far away from them, so they, they can score. Indeed. Second and seven for the Panther 32. Play fake and a quick slant and off the hands of Larry Stevens. The ball falls to the turf incomplete. It'll be third and seven. Bartley Thomas and Colton Sanders in coverage for the Panthers. This is a big third down. We said Elders struggled with third downs against Springfield, but on the other side of that, Springfield's been excellent on third and fourth down. They've been doing a good job of really making the Elder defense guess. And you got to think, I mean, it's a two-score game. This is they got two downs to pick up seven yards here. Clock stopped. Elder leads 31-17, third and seven for Springfield at the Panther 32. I think obvious four-down territory. Tayshawn Smoot in the gun, back to throw. Throws deep, one-on-one's got a man, but it overshoots him at the goal line, and then the safety came over the top to help. The intended receiver was Jalen Mini, two Panthers in coverage. Fourth down. Oh, What'd they call? They just called roughing the passer. Wow. Late. On Connor Keys. Connor Keys went up to block the football, to block the pass, and his arm contacted him and hit him, and they're going to call roughing the passer. Two humongous penalties on this drive. First, a pass interference, and here on third and seven, a roughing the passer call gives Springfield a new lease on life and a first down at the Panthers 17. Clock stop, 7.42 to go. Long way to go in this one. Two receivers to the left, two to the right for sophomore quarterback Tayshawn Smoot. 
Trying to make it a one-score game. Smoot takes the snap. Four-man rush. Throws deep middle. Got a man, but through the hands incomplete. It was Minnie again. And I think he heard footsteps, Phil. Yeah, and Sandus almost comes with the interception. The other thing is, is Elder's defensive line doing a great job with pressure. Got to get their hands out, show their hands. I mean, they're getting uh, you're about to have a Springfield offensive lineman that's going to be wearing an Elder jersey here in a second, the way they were trying to undress those guys up front. I mean, you just getting great pressure, getting a lot of push, really forcing them to throw, but that pass pops out. So Springfield, again, they, they got a great passing game, and Elder is just... They're right there disrupting every one of these great plays. They are getting pressure, rushing three or four, and that's always a good thing. But there, Smoot actually beat him with a great throw, but through the hands of Minnie. Smoot takes the snap. Second down and 10 from the 17. He'll run free from the pocket at the 15 with a juke and down inside the 10. It's a seven-yard gain as we get to seven and a half minutes. It'll be third down and three for Springfield at the Panther 10. And Elder just not able to get any pressure there. Buller had a nice uh, rush on the outside, but Smoot read it perfectly and was able to use his lineman to get a running lane. So, I mean, it was like an unintentional break from the pocket, and, and he knew he could get out there. So it's a big pickup. Clock's rolling. We're hit about at the seven-minute mark. So Springfield's also done a great job of handling the clock on, the, on this possession. Two receivers right, two to the left. Springfield with a third and three from the Panther 10. Smoot to throw, fade route, far corner of the end zone, knocked away by Ben Dieters beautifully. Incomplete. Excellent job. Dieters turned his body, got in front of the receiver, and was able to go up and make a play and, and, and knock it away, like you said. But we're, we're looking at this is still just like Elder had before. All they need to do is get three yards here, and they get a fresh set of downs. Play of the game, fourth and three for Springfield from the Elder 10. 6.52 to go in the football game. Elder 31, Springfield 17. Springfield needs to convert to stay alive here. Tayshawn Smoot in the gun, empties the backfield. Three receivers right, two to the left. Elder sends a blitz up the gut. Smoot, flush from the pocket. We have a penalty flag and whistles a false start on Springfield. And again, that's the receivers trying to get out on their routes quick. They know that, that they were getting that rollout, and they were going to try to just go one-on-one. So, you know, that's another thing. The Panthers got to be ready. They just saw it there, so they got to be ready on this, that they're going to try to really go at them hard. But this changes it. That was fourth and three. He handed it to Tolliver and, and let him just pick that up. Now we're looking at a fourth and eight. You got to think this is definitely a passing down. You definitely take away the two-way go, Phil, unless... Smoot is able to scramble. Line of scrimmage now, the Panther 15, fourth and eight for Springfield. They need a touchdown. Smoot to throw. Has time. Throws. Man open. Caught. Touchdown. What a throw. Larry Stevens on the square and scores on fourth and eight. And Larry Stevens going to, you know, I think he's going to Toledo next year. He's had a heck of a football game. Unbelievable. What a great pass there to Smoot. Stemler was providing pressure. He almost like stopped, though. Stemler just got to the quarterback, and I don't know if he, he thought that he was going to be too close. I, I'm not sure what that was. But the Panthers, you know, not much time rolls off the clock, 646. Springfield does a good job managing it, gets down the field and scores. So Elder's offense got to be over the sideline talking about how they need another one. And we play on as Springfield with a huge fourth down conversion. Fourth and eight, not only do they convert, they score. A 15-yard strike 
from quarterback Tayshawn Smoot to Larry Stevens. The extra point is good. Elder still with a seven-point lead, 31-24, 6.46 to go, fourth quarter in this state semifinal from Pickwell High School. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schoester, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schoester Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schoester, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley, is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Along with Phil the Thrill Bengal, I'm John Kirtley, the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week, live on Sacred Heart Radio and around the world on ehsports.com from the Dominic Bonavita broadcast booth at Piqua High School where the Springfield Wildcats on a 15-yard fourth down scoring strike Caps, capping off a nine-play 74-yard drive. Tayshawn Smoot to Larry Stevens. It's a 31-24 Elder lead now. As Springfield cuts the deficit in half on that clutch fourth down and eight play. And let's see if head coach Maurice Douglasville doesn't dip into his bag of tricks. We saw Doug Ramsey go on sides. Will Douglas do the same, trying to get another possession? Cole Yost approaches the football, and he boots it away deep. And over the head of Feynman, actually, he catches it on the run at the five-yard line, running to the 15 and down to the 20, and a late penalty flag as well. Man, Elder can't get out of their own way. I mean, that was just a bad, bad hold call, hold on the, on the Panthers. I mean, the flag was great. I mean, I saw it from up here, and it was on the opposite side of the field. Just Elder just... Phil, you bring up a good point. On that drive, it shouldn't be lost on us that there was two 15-yard infractions on the Elder defense, a pass interference and a roughing the passer. Of course, the prior penalty came very late, but I don't think there was any doubt about the interference. No, and that's a, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just Elder can't get out of their own way here. I mean, they get this is right now. You know, you're looking at one of those things. You get up two scores, and now Elder, you know, needs to get this ball down the field. Springfield does a great job in coverage, so it already is going to be a tough spot for the Panthers. Then they get a, a, a silly holding call, as as blatant as they ever could be, and now you're going from the 7-yard line. First and 10 at the 7, and this Springfield crowd, which was asleep about 10 minutes ago, is now alive. But Matthew Luby might put him back to sleep. He breaks free to the 25-yard line. It's an 18-yard run on a run by Luby. And Matthew Luby just dragging guys, much like that run, to, to get the game-sealing touchdown against Cole Rain, just pulling on the back of his jersey. So this is the time. The offense, there's six, six and a half minutes to go. Use the clock. Work the ball down the field. You need to to continue to, to give Springfield as little time as possible if they get the ball back, but put this in their spot. First and 10 elder from their own 26. 6-12 to go. Elder leads this state semifinal 31-24. Trying to go on a game-clinching drive. Luby will hand up the gut. And that's Catania. Short gain to the 28. And so that clock continues to roll. Springfield's defense, we know they had some success against Elder throughout this game. They, you know, the biggest one, go all the way back to that very first possession, the huge gold line stand. So Springfield's defense has the ability, but Elder... 
just showed there that little sign of life from Matthew Luby of how he can just break one that looks like it's going to be a two-yard loss. 5.34 to go, fourth quarter. Elder leads 31-24, second and seven Panthers from their own 28. Matthew Luby, as always, in the shotgun. He's got two backs next to him, and he'll send them in motion. Evan Vollmer, one of those guys. And it's Luby faking the run left, cuts it back right, ankle tackle at the 35. It's a gain of seven near another first down, but a yard shy. Yeah, they like that misdirection play. They move everybody in motion to the right. Luby takes his first step to the right, but then immediately comes back, following one of his linemen, that time is David Larkins, and tries to go just off the center to the left side and pick it up. So this is a big third down here. Springfield get a stop, force Elder to punt. Third and one for Elder at their own 35. 4.48 remain in this game. The winner to the state championship. Elder leads by seven. Luby out of the gun on third and one. He takes a snap. It's a run blitz. Up the gut. It's Connor Johnson. And does he have the first down? It's positive yardage. Excuse me. Yep, they're going to move the sticks. Cooper Johnson. Cooper Johnson, down. my bad. And he does pick up two yards and a first down. You know, you know when if you're watching on the sidelines, when Schlachter comes in at the fullback spot, you know you're probably going to get a handoff, you know, right up the gut. Um, on most of those, so if you're, if you're watching personnel, I mean, that's the guy, you, you know, you're kind of keying in on. But at times, though, Schlachter can roll out and be that blocker on, on one of those boots. 4.08 to go. Clock runs. Elder leads by seven. Fresh set of four at their own 37-yard line. Luby, empty backfield. He's got Schlachter as a fullback. He'll just run it into the line, and he picks up three. Timeout situation. Both teams chock full. Three apiece. So head coach Maurice Douglas not inclined at this point to try to stop the clock. Third and, excuse me, second and seven for Elder at their own 40. They lead by seven. Trying to vault themselves to their fourth state championship game in school history. All of those coming in the Doug Ramsey era. Of course, back-to-back state titles in 2002 and 2003 and a state title game loss in 2008. Second and seven for Matthew Luby at his own 40. 3.17 to go. He will run a quarterback draw. Bounces out to the left. Has some daylight. Upended at the 47-yard line and close to another first down. And now they mark him at the 45. So that's two yards shy of the first down. It's third down and two. And do we have a stoppage in play? We do. And Springfield will burn their first time out. 3-0-1 to go. Elder leads by seven. They have the ball. Back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. With the Sacred Heart Radio app on your phone, Sacred Heart Radio goes wherever you go. For Android devices, search the Google Play Store for Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Install. For iPhone, go to the App Store and search Sacred Heart Radio Sunrise and click Get. And then you've got Sacred Heart Radio everywhere. Stay tuned after the game as Steve Bengal and Mark Bengal wrap up this dramatic state semifinal and take a look at all of the playoff games around the Tri-State, including an update on the LaSalle Lancers' effort to advance to the state championship in Division II. 
the Covington Catholic Colonels advance to the Kentucky State Championship game with a win at home today. And the Beachwood Tigers were also in a position to advance to state. Stay tuned for Mark and Steve after this one is over for those score updates. Elder leads Springfield 31-24. They have a third and two at their own 45, 3-0-1 to go. Matthew Luby in the gun, takes the snap. It's Cooper Johnson up the gut and has a first down, it appears, to the 47. Yeah, by the markers, they go ahead, move the sticks, don't even need a measurement, so Cooper Johnson picks it up. So the clock's going to stop here while they move it, and you do have an injured Springfield player on the field. Things are starting to get precarious for Maurice Douglas. Only two timeouts left at 2.57. Elder is a first down away from perhaps icing this game, Phil. Yeah, and that's what it's got to be. You know, you got to, with 2.57 to go, you got your timeouts. They got their timeouts. This is an injury one here, so it's kind of like a, a, an extra time to talk over things and get your plan together and, and move down the field. But if Elder can keep rolling clock like this with their runs and they can't stop them, it's going to be tough for Springfield. To, to even have a shot here. Elder might be able to ice the game just by milking clock and not even getting the ball into the end zone. 2.57 to go. The clock is stopped. Before we go any further, we do want to thank Kevin Kenny back in the studios at Sacred Heart Radio for the work he's done all year long for year after year after year. Bringing the sights and sounds of the Prep Sports Radio Network to everyone throughout our network. Thanks to Kevin. Injured Wildcat trots off the field, so the Panthers starting to smell the end line here. They lead by seven. They have the ball, 2.57 to go. They lead by seven. First and ten at their own 47. Springfield with two timeouts. Matthew Luby with Zach Schlachter as the blocking back. Sends three receivers to the right. The ball will be in Luby's hands, though. Springfield showing a run blitz. Eight in the box, and Luby pumps right, runs it up the gut. Two hands on the ball, falls forward to the 50-yard line, maybe the 49 of Elder, and a timeout taken by Maurice Douglas. 2.28 to go. We'll keep things right here. This is where you're really putting it on Springfield. You're putting it on your defense. I mean, you're down to going to be down to you know one timeout. And so if you get the ball back, you don't have a lot of time. Uh, you're not going to ha- be able to stop the clock. So they really need to. I mean, you got to be thinking 228. I mean, Springfield's got to be thinking we got to get the ball. Like this, is, we, we got to create a turnover because Elder's running game, it's going to be hard for them to stop it. I wouldn't think if it's a fourth and short, you know, Elder's got that rugby style punt. If it's a fourth and short, you know, they could easily run a quick fake. Uh, so Springfield's just got to think our best bet right now is let's let's get the football. Every run, swipe at the ball. Yeah, ball security key here on the second and six for Elder at the Springfield 49. The Panthers lead 31-24, two minutes, 29 seconds separating the winner of this game and a trip to the state championship next week in Canton at the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Tiger Stadium. So Maurice Douglas sends his defensive unit back onto the field, the elder offense. By the way, the Panthers wore purple tops, purple trousers, white helmets as usual for the Road Warriors, and then white jerseys with blue helmets and gold for Springfield. Second down and six for Elder. 
at the Springfield 49, trying to put this game away. One timeout left for the Wildcats. Elder leads by seven. 2.29 to go. Senior quarterback Matthew Luby takes the snap. It's Cooper Johnson up the gut. He's turned away after a one-yard gain. It will be third down. The clock continues to roll, and Maurice Douglas takes his final timeout. We will do the same back after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Skyline Chili, before or after a game, is a tradition that spans generations. And Skyline Chili, like Elder, has its roots in Price Hill. The Lambrinides family carries on this tradition with Skyline Chili restaurants in Delhi, Harrison Avenue in Dent, and Glenway Avenue. So put on your purple and enjoy that delicious Skyline Chili. It's always Skyline time. Together, at last it's Skyline time. Welcome back to Pickwell High School along with Phil the Throw Bengal. I'm John Kirtley, the Prep Sports Radio Network, Kelsey Chevrolet, Elder Panther Game of the Week. The Ohio High School Athletic Association Division I state semifinal playoff game, Elder and Springfield, and Elder has a 31-24 lead with two minutes and 19 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. They have a third down and five at the Wildcat 48, and head coach Maurice Douglas has just burned Springfield's final timeout. So the Panthers, by getting a first down, can pretty much put this game away and secure a trip to the state championship next week in Canton. The two teams out of the timeout. Elder moving left to right. They'll snap it from the far hash mark. Senior quarterback Matthew Luby will be in the shotgun. He will take the snap. He'll run it himself on a quarterback draw. In trouble and goes down for a yard loss. It will be fourth down. Yeah, and you kind of saw that coming with the way that they loaded up the box. You know, they really loaded everything up. They were betting on the fact that, you know, they would, that Elder would run it up the middle. So Springfield does a good job getting a stop. So now here's Elder. It's a fourth and sixth. Dieters, fourth and sixth. Dieters is going to be back to kick. They run that rugby-style kick. If he starts running right. Boy, Larry Stevens and James Wood. The dangerous duo back to receive this punt. The clock is running, a buck forty, and we're gonna. And Elder's gonna take a timeout, I think, when this thing runs almost to the end here. Or they take a penalty. Yeah. And they do take a timeout. Doug Ramsey with 132 will take a timeout. Instructions to the punting unit. Boy, you think about. I, I think a fake is probably off the table, which means it's probably on the table, knowing how much I know about football. <laughs> But you do worry when you're punting with a lead fill of a block. Uh, how has Elder Special Teams Unit seen well, them all year held up under duress? Well, I mean, we've seen, you know, there have been, there was a, was against West, had a high snap on a punt and, and, and had a little bit of a problem with it. Um, but, you know, that rugby style, the problem is, is that you're running on that kick anyway. Dieters is not kicking booming kicks. They're usually kind of low line drive kicks. But it keeps you honest on that side. So if he sees something, he may take it. He hmm. may take it and try. I mean, he's got that ability to do it. He's, he's very quick. So we'll see what Coach Ramsey told him over on the sideline. Very important for Elder to cover on this. All right, it's a punt. 132 to go. High snap to Dieters. He brings it down and gets it away. Actually, a pretty good kick. Bouncing at the Springfield 28, taking an Elder roll to the 18. 
on cue, Phil. Boy, Ben Dieters used every square inch of his frame to get up and grab that snap. I I think I heard the entire west side gasp uh, (laughs) collectively all the way up here in Piqua. I mean, that was just, oh, Dieters just went up. I mean, made a play. So now the ball's on the 18-yard line. Your offense has got to put together uh, one heck of a drive, 82 yards, minute 24, no timeouts. Yep. We saw them, though, their last drive only took 2 minutes 54 seconds, and they worked the sidelines well. So Elder yes. just needs to keep them in bounds. One twenty-four to go. Elder, a takeaway or a turnover on down, sends them to the state championship. Tayshawn Smoot for Springfield. First and 10 at his own 18, back to throw. Three-man rush. He looks left. A penalty flag flies. Smoot throws deep, and that is incomplete, and a penalty flag on a pass interference. So we'll see. We have two flags down, one early and one late. Certainly a pass interference on Elder as the ball sailed out of bounds. We got. I think you got one on each. You got a pass interference on offense. You got a pass interference on defense. I think they're going to be offsetting because we had one early because they ran like a pick play, and they really got all jumbled up. So I think you're going to get one on each, and we're going to just replay this first down. The only problem is for Springfield, clock ran. It did. 117, and the referee's still conferring. There's, there's three penalty flags on the play. I believe two on the late defensive pass interference and one early at the line. Holding against Elder, pass interference against Elder. So both against Elder. 15-yard penalty on the Panthers gives Springfield first down at their own 33. The last scoring drive for Springfield aided by two elder penalties of the 15-yard variety, and now here we go again. You know, you get the holding call when two Springfield players directly run into two elder players and kind of make it a scrum. Yeah. And so I'm not 100%. So I. So seven seconds roll off. It's not that big of a flip of the field. Ball only moves to the 33. So nothing, nothing too detrimental to the Panthers, but still. This savvy sophomore quarterback, Tayshawn Smoot, will take the snap, drop the throw, three-man rush, throws deep middle. It's caught by Wood. It's separated from the football. Incomplete. What a hit by Elder Safety. I believe that was Sandus. He knocked out Wood. Boy, and that was dangerously close to a personal foul, but I think he got him with the shoulder, Phil. Well, I think he got him with the shoulder, but I I think that – you think it was a fumble? I think that was a fumble. That was a catch and a fumble. If this was now again, I've always said this though. If this was Saturday or Sunday, we'd look at the tape and we'd do something. But you know what? It's Friday night. It's an incomplete pass. Elders got to do it again. Just got to do it again. I mean, that was a big one. And I'll tell you what, he took one heck of a hit there, James Wood. I mean, that was a big shot, and that ball popped right up. Heck, Elder would have caught that in midair. That would have been an interception. But what a throw by Smoot on the money to Wood. But it was Colton Santos, we believe, who detonated the receiver, popping that ball in the air. It's incomplete, though. Second and ten, a buck twelve left. Elder leads by seven, trying to go to Canton with a stop here. And we have whistle and another round of penalty flags. False start again. It's uh, the 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 receivers from Springfield and the linemen are all just so concerned with either getting downfield or not getting beat that they're jumping the count and that just keeps hurting them but it hasn't so far in this game i don't think that one of their illegal procedures has really hurt them that bad 
you know, it, it, they had one down at the line, down at the other goal line, and they ended up getting a touchdown later. Clock has stopped. One minute, 11 seconds left after the five-yard penalty. Springfield has a second and 15 at their own 28. Elder leads 31-24. Springfield trying for a dramatic rally down 31-17 midway through the fourth. They now have the football trying to tie it up. Elder trying to get one more stop to send them to the state championship game. Sophomore quarterback. Tayshawn Smoot takes the snap. Three-man rush. Joe Royer in at defensive end. Smoot steps up. In trouble. A flag flies. Smoot is drugged down at the 33, but we have a near side flag fill. So we have a hold against Elder. My goodness. So the Panther secondary having trouble defending without fouling. Well, here, here's my thing on it. How do you not get a holding call, though, on the fourth or fifth scramble that Smoot has had where you have four or five elder guys rushing a quarterback, and every single time Smoot's really been able to get out, and then we're getting these sideline holding calls. Now, mind you, Jeez. these calls are coming on the Springfield sideline. I mean, this is just one of those things you're just shaking your head on it with it but i mean what the thing is though is elder they just can't get out of their own way no. i mean that's it so whether it, it is or it isn't it happened you got to move on so now they got to go the problem is is that on the side these receivers are running verticals and elders not getting shaped up that's when they're grabbing cloth first and 10 at the 44 springfield's moved the ball with only 13 seconds a lap, 23 seconds a lap from the clock. First down and 10 at the 44. Smoot takes a snap. He's flush. Royer blitzes, and Smoot throws it out of bounds. That's a great job. Royer and Larkin just collapse that pocket. And, again, we talked about both of those guys, six foot five or taller, you know, with a huge reach. So if they get into you, you know, it's going to be very hard to get past them. So right now, watch two, those tackles, if it's Smoot, or I'm sorry, if it's Royer, and Larkins again, watch for those offensive tackles. I guarantee you they're going to have a strong, hard kick out here on their back, on their back foot, and you might even see another false start penalty because they're going to be so afraid of getting beat on a rush. 56 seconds to go. Second and 10 for Springfield at their own 44. Elder leads 31-24 in the fourth quarter. This drive is the game. Back to throw Smoot. Three-man rush for Elder. Smoot throws deep middle. He has a man. It's... Tolliver down to the Elder 33-yard line. Jeff Tolliver sneaks out of the backfield. He'll pick up 23 yards. First down, Wildcats, 50 seconds to go, and the clock stops. Man, and Elder's defense, they just haven't been able to get a stop in this football game. They just haven't been able to stop when it has mattered, and that was a big one. First and 10 for the Wildcats. The clock goes in motion. Smooth to throw. Three-man rush. Rolling right, Smoot, penalty flag flies, holding call coming up on Springfield as Smoot chucks it out of bounds. And Doug Ramsey with the Bronx cheer for the officiating crew as they throw a holding call, holding flag, actually two of them, on Springfield. Yeah, David Larkin's trying to pull the rip move on the outside, getting his arm up in the air, and he couldn't get his arm any higher. So, you know, that's a pretty easy one on the backside as Smoot rolls. So you can get a holding call, it's going to back him up, but still... I mean, a penalty marred final drive here. 35 seconds to go. Elder leads by seven, and this will back up Springfield to the 45-yard line. So they will have a first down and 23, needing a touchdown to tie with 35 seconds to go. No timeouts. 
And look for them again on the outside. You know, in coverage closest to us, Bartley Thomas, Nicholas Seeger, Austin Wanstrott. You know, they're running some verticals. And right now, Stevens is going and talking to Smoot, talking about whether he sees something or what he wants. Because he just went down and told the whole offensive line something. So let's see what happens here as he hopped in as a blocking piece. Tayshawn Smoot. Takes the snap, back to throw. Three-man rush, steps up in the pocket. Now he'll try to run. He's in trouble. He goes down at the 43-yard line. 28 seconds to go. Second and long. And Elder smells it. they got to get back. they got to hustle. We're down to 19 seconds. And Smoot will spike the football on th- to make it third down. Wow, you, you get that, and that, that's that awareness, John. You know, we talk about yeah. different times. You got receivers that ran down the field. He gets sacked, and they're jogging back. I mean, yeah. you, you, you got to be in a dead sprint. I mean, that, that's just so that cost them a little bit there. Still, I, I do not feel comfortable right now at all. I <laughs> still feel that, I mean, the Springfield has shown that they can get big play after big play, and so it's just been been a problem. So, And now we have another officials conference. Just a quick reset. There are 17 seconds left in the football game. Elder leads 31-24. Springfield with a third and 23. Yeah, they had they had misspotted the ball. They had marked it back at the 45. It should be on the 44. And that they move it up a yard. A play two at the most left in regulation for Springfield. Tayshawn Smoot, feet on the 50-yard line, looking for a deep shot. Elder stands up three defensive linemen and eight people deep. Quick throw into no man's land. It's incomplete. Nobody was looking for that ball. Fourth down. Last gasp time for Springfield. For the Elder Panthers, they are one defensive play away from their fourth trip to the state championship. It comes down to this play. 14 seconds left. Elder leads 31-24 in the fourth quarter. Tayshawn Smoot, the sophomore quarterback for Springfield, will put it in play. At the Elder 44, the portable pit is on its feet, and all the west side as well. Tayshawn Smoot with one back next to him is Tolliver. They'll send him out in motion. Here we go. Snap to Smoot. Back to throw. Royer pressures. Deep middle throw, and it's incomplete. No flags. Elder to the state championship. Ticket punched. Ten seconds left. Elder takes over on downs. They'll go to a knee and win the state semifinal over Springfield, 31-24. to A deep middle throw over the outstretched arms of Jeff Tolliver, and Springfield's rally comes up short. And, man, Springfield, I mean, they, they just kept, you know, taking advantage of, of every situation they could in this football game. Their offense, you know, showed a lot of signs of just really taking over in this game, but then Elder's defense would come up, you know, at times and make little stops, but really it all goes back to the onside kick. It does, which not only was recovered by Elder, but yielded a touchdown. All right, to make it official, to a knee, Luby, Elder to the state championship. The Panthers will play in Canton next Saturday for the fourth time in school history. What a run this has been for this Elder football team in 2019. Doug Ramsey with an ice shower at midfield, compliments of his players, and the legendary coach of Elder sends his Panthers back to Canton.
Just absolutely amazing. Just, just, I, I, no, I don't have many words for this. Ticket punch, we're going back to Canton. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait for this week. The two teams exchange handshakes. What a game they put on here in Pickle. We'll be back to wrap things up from Pickle High School after this on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Realtors is a proud sponsor of Elder High School Football. The professionalism, integrity, and work ethic of Hoding agents reflect the values of the elder community they serve. Whether you're selling your home or property or finding a new one, you can expect Hoding agents to go the extra yard to meet and exceed your needs. Hoding Realtors is proud to be a part of the great heritage of Western Cincinnati, where they've chosen to raise their families and serve their community for the past 25 years. Hoding Realtors, 451-4800 or on the web at Hoding.com. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clearance Event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. josephtoyota.com. Elder fans, Paul Cluxton here with Kelsey Chevrolet, your Westside full-service Chevy dealership and proud sponsor of Elder Prep Sports Radio. Sales, service, parts, and body shop, we can handle all your automotive needs. Thank you, Elder Nation, for making Kelsey Chevrolet Greater Cincinnati's fastest-growing franchise dealer, all because of your family believing in ours. Find new roads at KelseyChev.com. We are Kelsey Chevrolet, from our family to yours. For a sharp team look, work, or play, it's the Underground Sports Shop. From team uniforms and sports gear to fan apparel and promotional items, they can customize any order. A wide range of items is at undergroundsportshop.com or 513-751-1662. I'm Father Tom McCarthy of St. Anne's Parish in Cincinnati. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFP Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. It's time to call out the Cooper Electric star of the game. And now, let's go back on the field with Len Harvey and Phil Bengal to break down tonight's action and pick up the elder star of the game on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Pickwell High School. I'm John Curtley. The Elder Panthers have punched their ticket to Canton. A 31-24 win over Springfield tonight at Pickwell High School. And on bended knee, Doug Ramsey addressing his team. And now the Elder student section has rushed the field to celebrate with their Panthers, who have won the state semifinal over Springfield 31-24, a 17-all game headed to the fourth quarter. The Panthers with fourth-quarter touchdowns from Catania and Cooper Johnson, appropriately our Cooper Electric star of the game, is Cooper Johnson, who ran for 52 yards, pinch-hitting for Drew Ramsey tonight. And it was Johnson's five-yard touchdown run 
Elder's final touchdown of the night and the difference in the game at the end of the day following the onside kick by Sam Harmeyer, recovered by Joe Royer after Elder went up 24-17. Cooper Johnson exploits that with a five-yard TD run, ultimately the difference in this 31-24 game. So congratulations to Cooper Johnson, our Cooper Electric star of the game. The final score once again, 31-24. Elder, for the fourth time in school history, will play for a state championship a week from tonight in Canton, Ohio. Phil Bengal has descended the press box to get to the field to hopefully talk to some elder coaches. Coming up next, it's the Prep Sports Radio Game Night postgame show with Mark Bengal and Steve Bengal. For Len Harvey, Tom Kennedy, Phil Bengal, I'm John Kirtley. We'll see you next week on the Prep Sports Radio Network. Your electric bill these days can be pretty shocking. And trying to fix an electrical problem by yourself can be even more shocking. The way to solve both problems is by calling Cooper Electric. Cooper has been serving Greater Cincinnati's electrical needs for over 64 years. They're licensed pros with years of on-the-job experience. Cooper Electric will save you money by wiring or rewiring your home more efficiently and installing devices to conserve electricity. And when you call Cooper Electric, you'll be in for another shock. A real person will answer your call 24-7-365-513-271-5000. Seg here for Joseph Toyota Clarence event. $2,500 rebate or 0% on 48-month financing on RAV4. Unheard of, a $1,750 rebate on Highlander. Lifetime powertrain protection when you buy a Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati. JosephToyota.com. Wardway Fuels has been your reliable Westside home fuel oil and propane supplier for over 30 years. But that's just a small part of what they do. They sell and service great grills like Weber, Duquesne, Broilmaster, and others. They offer complete pool supplies and expert service. And with cooler weather on the way, it's time to consider an outdoor fireplace. And they service and sell in the field right now. Bring it back Coach now. Ramsey and Coach Ramsey, you know, coming off a very emotional game here. But, Coach, we're heading back to Canton. Team, had it was a heck of a football game. What you got to say about that? You're right, second football game. Another one of those games where, you know, we found a way to, to win a game. You know, it's a it's a tie game at half and you know we we, we, we we finally, you know, after a turnover, you know, got some, some good momentum going on offense and you know, I almost held the ball for the end of the fourth fourth quarter. We didn't get that last first down and then we put in the hands of the defense and and they got another stop at the end of the game to, to keep this thing from going to overtime. Yeah, and you talked about in pregame about intangibles that this team has because at this point everybody's good at football. So now it just comes down to the little things, and I think you see that every day with this team. Yeah, you know that's what it is. You, you, you're right. It's, it's a special team because they they, they, they believe. You know, that, that, I think that's the thing. No matter what the situation is, winning, losing, tie game playing against a great team they believe that they're going to win until the game is over you know i think back to the two games that we lost st ed's we fought to the very end of that game and then the LaSalle game down 24 and, and coming back and have a two-point conversion away from tying that thing back up they believe and, and i think that's what separates us from some of the teams that we beat that i think we just have a group of guys that uh that this is, you know, they, they want, they like, I think that's the thing, they like each other a lot. This team is very close, and, and as we talked about before the game tonight, we, if we win, we get another week. Let, let's let's make them stop stop us playing, you know, that they run out of games before we have to stop playing. So so I think that's, that's what's really propelled this team. I know that the west side of town is going to be incredibly jubilant. They've probably all let up that final gas, but like you said, we got one more week. 
we need the Purple Nation big time. Come on out and, and get on get on the road. Yeah, let's get everybody from Canton. And, and have, we had a good crowd again tonight, but let's get one up there and, you know, have everybody just going crazy. We're going to be playing. I'm not sure who we playing. Uh, we are playing Pickerington Central. Pick Central one. All right, so they're going to be good. You know, they were state champs two years ago, same quarterback that they have now. So, uh, so we need people there to be loud and, and – uh, you know, support these guys. Again, like I said at Dad's Club, they deserve people to be there supporting them, not watching on TV or listening to you, even though you guys do a great job. Well, congratulations, Coach. All right, thanks, Phil. All right, that's Phil. Uh, Phil, the throw down there with uh, Coach. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on Phil and see if he can pull in somebody else. Uh, and uh, he is... Uh, Looking around there, but anyway, Steve, big big win. I tell you what, being down on the uh, on the field, uh, watching the final, it, it, uh, I, I tell you what, the, uh, the, the the there was no calls going their way. It was, it, 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 I know Doug was uh, besides himself. Oh yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, they had uh, almost two uh, official aid drives there to to finish it out, but uh, uh, not not to, not to be. Uh, but I mean, I, I was just astounded by, by the athleticism and how good the Springfield uh, defense was. I, I, looking at, at, at films and just reading things, you just really don't know what what the team's going to be. And, and they were just a, a, an amazing football team. I was just really surprised. I mean, offensively, we've seen the stuff that they've done, but the, just the shutdown way that they play defense is just something that that. You know, it's, it's kind of a shame that they can't move on to the next level because they have a you know, really, really good ball club. Yeah, Steve, let's talk about some of the other scores tonight. Uh, as Phil mentioned, Pickerington Central uh, will be Elder's opponent next week in Canton. And they, they won that game, was going back and forth and back and forth, and uh, Pickerington Central outlasts. All right, look, hold on here. Looks like we got Evan Vollmer down here. All right, I'm, I'm down here on the field with Evan Vollmer. And Evan, one heck of a football game. The offense, you know, had its ups and downs tonight, but ultimately you guys prevailed. Talk about what you guys just did that made you so successful tonight. Uh, we all just did our jobs. Uh, we're a group of guys that really just love each other. and uh, We just love being out here and everyone doing their jobs. Matthew was hitting receivers as soon as they got open. Lyman blocked their tails off, and it was just a great team win. So, Evan, late in that game, you know, you got to start feeling that. You're, you're looking at the clock. You know Canton's just right there on the door. How do you manage that emotion on the field? It's tough. It's tough, especially when the defense is out there and we're just waiting on the sideline, biting our nails, and uh, they were able to pull it out. It was just an awesome feeling once that buzzer sounded. So, one more week. Back in August, all that time you guys put in, now you get to be one of two teams practicing in Division One this week. How's that feel? It's incredible. It's We've worked for it since uh, July, and we've been dreaming of it since we were three years old. It's special. Evan, thank you, and good luck this week. Thank you. All right, that's Phil with Evan Vollmer, and Phil's going to be roaming down here. We're keeping a quick eye on him, uh, although I think that the team wants to get on the bus quick and, and, and head out. So, uh, all right. Yeah, that's all we're going to get, Steve. But let's go run down those scores again. Like I said, Pickerington right. Central uh, yeah. back and forth. Uh, Pickerington Central, yeah, back and forth, and they will be Elder's opponent next week. 
uh, up in Canton, and we'll talk about Pickering Central a little bit more in, in a bit. We can at least talk about you know who they played and what their record is um, going in, into uh, this week. But in Division Two, LaSalle Lancers move on tonight with a win over Toledo Central Catholic. So two GCL schools in state finals. Uh, that's me. Uh, oh. uh, two, uh, two GCL schools in state finals. The LaSalle will play Massel on Washington, who won tonight 35-10 to over Avon. And uh, unfortunately for uh, LaSalle, that means that the game will probably be on Thursday night. So uh, this Thursday, we'll, the LaSalle Lancers will be playing uh, against Massel on Washington, who comes into that game undefeated at 14 and 0. LaSalle now 12 and 2 for on the season. Division three, Mansfield senior in two overtimes defeat Aurora, 27-21. It was Trotwood Madison 24, Columbus Bishop Hartley 19. Division six tonight, Anna over Mechanicsburg 36 to six, and they will play new. Uh, Middle Springfield uh, uh, next week, uh, who won 42 to 14 over Howard East Knox in Kentucky. Uh, Mayfield knocked out Beachwood 35 to seven in uh, in 2A action. And in 5A action, Covington Catholic rolls on 28 to nothing over Bowling Green and goes to 14 to 0 on the season. And uh, they got one more to go to uh, bring the state title home. So. Cubcalf, Elder, and LaSalle all playing for state titles next week. Wow. Good showing for the uh, tri-state area in, in the state. With Steve, let's talk about this game. Springfield flat out is a phenomenal football team. Elder beat a very, very good football team, and and uh, there's there's no no two ways about it. They uh, had speed, uh, size, uh, discipline. Uh, it, it was a very good ball team. It was, it was uh, and like I said, I, I you know just looking at films and and. and you just don't know looking at you know who they played but i mean they've just played so well uh, so tough i mean that that to me to me what changed everything i think and what changed people in elder you know i think a lot of people thought that elder was just going to roll their helmets on the field and, and take a victory home and, and when uh, pick or uh, when springfield had that uh, stop uh, uh, when elder had it uh, you know, first and goal at the, the three yard line or whatever it, it, on their first drive. It's like I, that that was a game changer for me. I just swung momentum and I, I got I think it got Elder thinking. You know, the onside kick I was on the sideline and the ball went flipping up into the air. All the media, the TVs, people went flying. I couldn't see Elder get the onside kick but i could tell by the crowd noise that we got it but what a gutsy call uh, that gave elder the momentum and of course they they ran it in yeah, for the score I, and then and uh, got up by two which I was, I was, uh, was huge. a little bit because <laughs> the, the, uh, the unfortunate thing about the Ohio high school athletic association is the farther you get in the tournament the, the worse the officiating oh. seems to be and uh, this crew was not up to the game tonight i, I honestly I, I joe royer comes in and, and these offensive linemen know they were literally grabbing jersey and pulling and grabbing and, and doug was beside himself and then your flags go up and then they they had these calls against elder and you know look i'm not saying elder was perfect either and but uh, it just went on and on and on and on and you, oh, no, doug I, I, was I, just going yeah. nuts on on the uh, on the, the lack of holding calls yeah and and then the roughing the passer play where uh it barely grazed his helmet and they they get the, it, it was just you hate to be that way, but uh, but yeah, 
It was, and and it, went, it went both ways. I was sitting up here in the, in the booth for a while when I was getting scores, and I could hear uh, our broadcast and I could hear their broadcast, and they, they, they were as unhappy with the officiating as we were. So, um, <laughs> well, you know, it, go, it goes both ways. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this crew was just not a good crew. Um, they, um, they just just were not. Um, but uh, anyway, next week, Pickerington Central, how they got to where they're at, they are um, – they, uh, what are they on the season? Um, they have one loss to Groveport, Madison, and that's it. So they are uh, they're, they're thirteen and one, or fourteen and one, or thirteen and one going into next week. They, they opened up with a, uh, against Winter Park, Florida. Uh, they won that game thirty four twenty one. They played Columbus East uh, out of Indiana. They won that game twenty four to fourteen. They played Naperville Central out of Illinois. They won that game 49-28. to Moved on to Groveport-Madison. That game was a loss. That game was at Groveport-Madison. They lost that game 19-14. They played Hilliard-Davidson the end of September and won that game 28-7. to Gahana Lincoln followed up, uh, and they beat them 49-28. Against Lancaster, they won 34 to nothing. Pickerington North, a 16-7 victory. Reynoldsburg 40 to 14, Grove City 42 to 6 victory. Then in the playoffs they defeated Reynoldsburg 20 to 14, Olentangy Orange 44 to nothing, and uh, tonight Groveport Madison 23 to 7, and uh, or uh, uh, Groveport Madison last week and defeated Mentor tonight 28-21 to move on to the state finals. Well, Steve, when we get this time of the year, you can't help but be thankful for so many different people. And one of them, uh, of course, Len Harvey, who drove the bus and got us here, uh, uh, missed tonight. Uh, just uh, sent us a text from uh, his uh, visiting his family up in New Jersey area. Uh, thanks, uh, Len, for all you do. We look forward to seeing you back next week. Uh, also want to thank uh, Kevin Kenny back at the studio producing. And uh, that was a uh, – it's never an easy task to sit there and do all that, but we always appreciate what he does up at the studio. Uh, also, we want to thank the people back at home listening on all three of the radio stations, 740 Cincinnati, uh, 910 in Middletown, Dayton area, and WHHS Hamilton, uh, everyone uh, this time of the year, uh, more and more people uh, want to find out what's going on with uh, high school football, and we're, we're glad to bring it to you. Uh, and don't forget to thank the nice people here at oh, uh, the stadium here. I, if great place. Uh, Pickwell football, if you're, you have a, a playoff game, has to be held here. The, the, the folks who run it uh, here in the press box over there, uh, great, great hosts, wonderful facility. Uh, it is a beautiful uh, high school football stadium. Uh, and, and just easy in, easy out, close to the highway, could, couldn't ask for uh, a better place. So we're very happy with that. And also thanks to Tom Kennedy, who's, uh, I know he's been texting. We've been getting texts. I have my son Rob in Tennessee. He texted. He said, I can breathe easy now. Uh, yeah, my son Mike, he said he was pacing the basement. Yeah, the, so. I had uh, uh, Dave Ficker, an elder grad, uh, who was a, a outlaw like I am in our in the Weber family. Uh, uh, he's married to my sister-in-law, and uh, he's out camping uh, at, around the fire pit at way out in Ripley, Ohio, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Thanks for listening, and everyone listening all over. We're we're, we're getting texts from. Elder alumni all over listening to the stream on EH Sports and, of course, Sacred Heart Radio uh, as well. But with Thanksgiving behind us, uh, Elder Panther fans, 
We have a lot more to be thankful for this year as the Elder Panthers make it back to the state final game in Canton for the fourth time. Anyone who is a high school football fan, you know how difficult it is to reach this point. And the players who push themselves year-round, conditioning, weightlifting, and all you have to go through to do that, uh, going to bed exhausted, sore during the football duties, and then Got to do that homework, and uh, you go to bed tired and get up early, go back to school. But it's been 16 years since Elder has last won a state title. For us older folks, it seems just like yesterday, but for the players on this team, like we said before, they were just small little toddlers back then. And now we have one more step to go up that ladder to face Pickerington Central in Canton next week at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But one thing is for sure, all of us here at Prep Sports Radio will bring you all the action next week. We'll give you the time and the place. Uh, You can check us out on Facebook, and uh, we'll have all that information. But for Steve Bangle, Len Harvey, Phil Bangle, Tom Kennedy, and John Kirtley, this is Mark Bangle. Good night, everyone. Bill Cunningham here, the great American, for Robert Jones Plumbing. I only use Robert Jones Plumbing, and you should too. 513-353-2230. Or visit them on the web at robertjonesplumbing.com. Robert Jones Plumbing. Portions of tonight's Elder Game are sponsored by financial advisors Adam Schuster, Ted Lucian, and Matthew Smith of the Lucian Schuster Smith team at Morgan Stanley in Cincinnati, offering wealth management planning for their clients. Elder grad Adam Schuster, a certified financial planner practitioner with Morgan Stanley is currently scheduling wealth management consultations at 513-562-8304. Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC. Do you have a sniffle from cheering on your favorite team? Do you have a headache from that last minute loss? Well, Brozart Pharmacy has all your health care needs to take care of your health. They offer professional friendly service without the wait. Brozart Pharmacy in Cleves, Ohio, 941-0428 and brozartpharmacy.com. Thank you for listening to the Kelsey Chevrolet Elder Panther Game of the Week. Brought to you by Kelsey Chevrolet in Lawrenceburg. And by Hoding Realtors, Mercy Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Red Wing Shoes, La Rosa's Pizza. Jim Collins Auto Body, the wealth management team of Adam Schuster, Rosart Pharmacy, your West Side Skyline Chili location, the Underground Sports Shop, Joseph Toyota of Cincinnati, Wardway Fuels and Grills, Coldwell Banker West Shell, Robert Jones Plumbing, Cooper Electric, and Schmidt Heating and Cooling. Join us again next week for all the exciting play-by-play of elder high school football on the Prep Sports Radio Network and Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. This is Father Rob Jack. Thank you for listening to Sacred Heart Catholic Radio. 740 WNOP Newport, 89.5 WHSS Hamilton, 910 WPFB Middletown, and at sacredheartradio.com. Sacred Heart Radio! You know, I, I still hear Cardinal Arinze's